Hey everybody, welcome to Probably Dad's Podcast, episode 5. Uh, this week we got a special guest, him and his lady. We got Derek, who is a uh, ex-army ranger, a police officer, and all-around gym ogre. Uh, he's a large mammal, and we're glad <laughs> glad he's here. Me did. Yeah, so we've got like 500 pounds on the other side of the table uh, of just like man meat over there. And of course, as always, we got Evan. Evan, what are we covering this week, buddy? Current events. Current events. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? A couple things. Um, What's on your mind? I'm diving into Derek's past. Yeah. One. It's dark and shady and twisted as it might be. That's right. Uh, secondly, which, no, I'm sorry. First, let me back up. Uh, baby alert. Had, oh yeah. Had oh, number three. Little little news had a third child, yeah. didn't you? Number three came Monday night, eight o'clock, eight twenty p.m. Monday. Yeah. All because you came. That's right. Nine months ago. <laughs> That's right. Fun times are gone. That's Hard right. Hard work ahead. Hard work ahead. You already have two, man. It can't be changing that much. All right, you have to talk into that mic. Yeah, get if you can't, close. if you can't hear it in your oh. ears, it can't hear you in there. Sorry. So like that's why I'm like the way it's angled like right into our face. Okay. There you sorry. go. Sorry. Remember like I told you like you wanted to throw it. I yeah, wasn't okay. kidding. These are shitty mics because it's a podcast on a budget. <laughs> it's a podcast on a budget. No, now dy- you see how you can hear yeah. it. They're yeah. dynamic though, right? They don't pick up yeah, outside they, they sound. Pick up, so. You have to be directional. Like yeah. oh okay. And any audiophile that listens to us saying that, talking about how these mics works, and you want to correct us, fuck off. <laughs> um, so that's the podcast this week, and we'll be right back. You remind me of my father. I hate my father. You tell me, who is your daddy? I am the father. And thankfully, some dads took action. Basically, what do they want for Father's Day? Uh, For the media to stop portraying dads as buffoons. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, we're back. So, Derek. Yes. Oh, we got a new toy to play with, don't we, Evan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave each other alone for a little while. Who's the little... last guest we had was Ryan. Was Ryan, yeah. His last guest we had was his brother-in-law. We we dove deep. Uh, got a little weird. He uh, was super thankful that we used his last name. He loved that part. Twice. Big fan. <laughs> Twice. Big fan of that. Um, so, Derek. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. Uh, all right. So originally from like, you know, Massachusetts, joined the military, met my fiance, stayed down here. Uh, now I'm in, uh, law enforcement or anything like that. And I'm sure Phil and Evan, I'm going to have a bunch of random questions that I will Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This summary bullshit (laughs) shall not fly. (laughs) Just to be clear. Cliff notes. Yeah. This cliff notes nonsense. Where were you born? Were you conceived in a moving vehicle? A parked vehicle, a non-vehicle, a barn in a manger. Uh, where were you born, buddy? All right, so born Beverly, Massachusetts. Um, don't know. Is where that I the think. Beverly Hills of Massachusetts, or just no, Beverly? It's, not. it's just Beverly. Less hills. Less less hills. It is very hilly. However, it's not not not, not the good hills. Not the not hills with the money. No, more like hills have eyes. Oh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You guys got places like that up there? No, 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 that whole deal? Yeah, that's that's more like you got to go to New Hampshire to get all that fun stuff. Okay. Tilt it towards your, yeah, if you get, like, find a position you're comfortable with and kind of angle it towards that. So, like, okay. 
Yeah, you're not gonna break. Yeah, adjust it. There you go. Yeah, like you're throating it. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Mine's essential. Um, so you're born in Beverly, and yep. then where'd you grow up? Uh, Beverly, and then like this little small uh, Hick Town, Ipswich. Really, oh, small for like up there. Um, play football up there. Wrestled up there. Uh, I can verify that he's played football and wrestled there because. Al Bundy style, he's got the phone, and he would bust out <laughs> pictures of abs. He's like, look, I looked at our 17. I was like, bro, if you put on a high school jersey and start showing me highlight reels, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah, you know all about that. I do know yeah. about that. Right? I mean, shit. Man. I mean, yeah. you're talking, me and Evan, we hey. do the same thing. We're like, you remember back when we were fucking? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, when you guys were fucking? Yeah. I mean, that was a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, go ahead though. Go ahead. So you like wrestle, play football up there. Yeah, uh through through some jav. Um I'm sorry, what was that? Javelin. Okay. Javelin. That's pretty cool. So, oh yeah, yeah, we talked about track that. and field. Gotcha. Track and field, yeah. All right. Um what else, man? So what so you, did you go what made you pick going into the military instead of going to college? Uh or did you go to college? Like, cause no, no, no. I, I hated school. Uh, the only reason why I actually passed school is because I played sports and I wanted to keep playing sports, so I had to keep going to school. So it was, but you didn't like have teachers that like just like pass you along because you're a stud athlete, or are you just saying like you just made sure you had enough school so you can keep playing? Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't pass me along. They just kind of let me do what I wanted to do. So like, I would take off like 15, 20 minutes every class and like go walk around school and hang out. Yeah. It's the same with us. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Evan and I had full like they let us stay for all the lunch periods, which nice. I thought was great. Like like my senior year once I decided I was gonna go into the military, they just let me like I had like two gym classes my first semester and then like my second semester I had like another gym class in the morning, and then we just a science class in the end of the afternoon and then I just went to the gym after that and did whatever I wanted throughout the day. Right on. That's good, man. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the same way like when I went to Alabama. I got out of the military, went back to school. Yeah. Went lived in Tuscaloosa, went to Alabama. Yeah. I'd show up for these like lower level classes, right? Like computer science. I mean, or whatever the the one oh one was of the of the classes, right? The one oh one. The prerequisites. Did you go right everybody into 101? Had, everybody had to have these classes. English right? What? So yeah, you see yeah. these guys Man. clearly on the football team show up. No, why did you say clearly? Oh, dude, they're huge. They just can't studs. just be big fellas? They are. <laughs> I mean, big. You just automatically profile them like that. White, black, everything, dude. I know you want that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, holy crap, that's so and so, or uh, you know, you recognize him, you know, just didn't have his helmet on, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, he would show up. Yeah, a couple of them would. About ten minutes for the first first part of class, grab some papers off the teacher's desk, walk out. Yeah, class would start. I was like, what? This is just a bigger high school. Like, that's all it is. Like we were doing the same thing in high school. Now these guys are just we we didn't make it. We didn't write the cream weren't the cream of the crop. We just those guys were. So now they're just in another ah, high school. We were pretty creamy though, just Man. to be clear. But I mean, I'll say that. Uh, but it, it happens. We definitely had fringe benefits um, associated with our athletics. Same thing happens in college. Yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. My friend. I mean, you're not gonna like screw down your athletes if they like they don't want to go to the class or anything like that bro my a friend Lindsay went to school she's like uh who'd she say i think it was i'm, I'm not gonna say like i think she said maybe robin harper was in one of her classes and he was always absent on test day <laughs> and she's like and it, she's like what the fuck man like you're never here for tests he's like 
Girl, football players don't take tests. What are you talking <laughs> about? You know, like shit like that. But I mean, dude, those guys are like, they really do fuck football players. I mean, you got CTE and all this other shit. They get way more injuries than the other sports. And it's the only sport where they can't go straight out of high school. Yeah. Like, it's the one where they, like, really bend them over the barrel. It's like, no, nah, man, we're going to exploit you for the next four years. We're going to destroy your body. We And you may never get to play football because even if you are a stud and would go in the NFL, you may have, like, a career-ending injury, and we're going to sell your jerseys. You're not even allowed to make any money. Like, I remember I was uh, I was watching that some news article where, like, a football player who, like, was doing pretty good on YouTube as a rapper and was, like, like getting income from it, the NCAA made him give the money. Like he like couldn't take that money. But that's his own money. No, it's not. Sony Michelle from can't. Georgia was it him? He was, was a rapper. He was like making yeah, CDs. Yeah, he, and yeah, stuff. He was yeah, yeah. The NCAA, NCAA is like, <laughs> yeah, can't make nah, any bro. money. Well, we own your name right now. If you're playing football, we own your name. So like that's also the thing. Why do you remember NCAA the video game? That's why they stopped doing the game. It's because the guys wanted money. They wanted a kickback from it. Because no, like, they didn't stop doing the game. They took their names off their jerseys. Yeah. Well, the the game is no more. The game is no more. The game is no more. You can't buy it anymore. It's not really. Yeah, like 2014 was like the last year they did it. I did not know that. Or yes. something like that. As long as since I've been, you know, playing Nintendo, I guess I wouldn't have known either. I heard it on the news. Yeah, I think I, I think yeah. I gave up video games like at 05 or something. <clears throat> Sorry, Phil. Not all of us are as mature as you. I. I wish I could get into it. It'd save me money. I could sit at home and fuck around with that shit. <laughs> right? I wouldn't have to go to the bar and drink. I know. I know. So you, you play football and wrestling. Which one was your favorite? Uh, fo- football is like my passion. But uh, like, so. Just I to be clear, what's your stats here, buddy? <laughs> You're a big fella. Uh, what are you, 6'2"? No. no five, you know I'm 5'10". <laughs> uh, no. Daddy's 5'10". You are about three inches taller than me. Evan, how, he's taller than you. I don't. I don't know. We can stand up, and measure. I don't fucking stand up. Go back to back. I'm good. Like, no, he's he's. You, how tall are you? Like five eleven. You're not. Yes, dude. I'm five ten. And no, you I were, think somebody lied to you. It would be every every ruler I've ever seen. So S- same ruler you used to me- measure that uh man yeah. downstairs. Oh, yeah, same one. Switch. It's a very generous ruler. All right. Uh, so what if it's uh, maybe maybe it's reading the centimeters? I don't know. You know, <laughs> right? Who knows? Now the reason I asked that is because. Just wrestling is not a thing down here, and I'm always like, man, if I had wrestling, I just I think it would be in a different game for me. Who are you talking to? I'm the short one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out here with all you fucking giants, yeah. you goddamn ogres. Like everybody in the south's fucking just sweating cornbread and chitlins. They're all fucking six twos. Every one of my friends, like every time, like my kids meet my friends, like daddy, why are all your friends huge? And like Evan is like the smaller one of my friends. You have Webb and all these other guys. Like everybody's big as fuck. And I'm like. Uh, powerful 510 right here like <laughs> buck 70 powerful. but like even in football high school football right so we're playing against d1 blue chip athletes marcus russell pat white Lindsay twins all these cats all these six five six six guys mm-hmm. and unfortunately we had a very fast defense but it was like very small yeah i'm a starting defensive end and i'm al bundy <laughs> nah yeah he started i started and I did good, but because we were really well were coached yeah. back then, plus two twenty, yeah. So it was his weight now, but at the same time, we were really well coached. A lot of the teams didn't have the coaching depth we did, so I think that's why we were able to find success with much smaller and less gifted athletes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you like the football, the wrestling? No colleges were looking at you. So like, 
Well, my problem was is like I had like so up north you get like small Ivy League schools, which are pointed yeah, up. There you go. So like where I was from, like it was more of like the Ivy League schools or anything like that, like Stonehill, uh, Holy Cross. I, I got a letter from like UPenn or anything like that. I just didn't have the grades to go there. It's like ah, they're like looking at me and thinking I had like a three five GPA. Cause somehow got out that had like bad GPA. I I did not. I had like a two five or two five. Isn't it weird when people get like the wrong impression about something you're packing, and then they find out that's not the case? So <laughs> it really does. Is that, like, is that your weekend? At the I bar think school? it's it's like a cruel joke. Yeah. Some girl went around for a lot of like that guy. I'm like, don't tell people that. It's a fucking lie. Right. Let them find Anyways, out on <laughs> I'm just talking about shirt sizes if anybody's curious, but go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's cool. Uh, and then, so like going into my senior year, I decided I was going to go into the military. Told some yeah. colleges that. So then they kind of like, you know, like, all right, later. See you later. <laughs> They're like, see you later. And then like winter of my, my senior year, I was talking to like uh, Merrimack, which uh, like went from D2 to D1A up there. They needed like linebacker and that's like the position I like to play. And I was pretty good at, uh, and I was trying to talk to him. I was like, hey, like, we talked a while ago. Is it still, like, is there still an opportunity for, like, me to come out, work out for y'all and everything like that? Like, nah, man, position's been filled. Uh, good luck in the military, though, brother. I was like, cool, thank you. All right. <laughs> I was like, Th- thanks for the love. Uh, and then, so you went in the military after that, right? So yep. what, uh, so you went in the military what year? Uh, two, 2014. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> We're old, dog. Uh, yeah, getting true. old, man. Uh, yeah. So you went in military in fourteen. Um, now you and I were both in the Ranger Regiment, right? Seventy yeah. fifth Ranger Regiment, Special Ops Unit. It's actually how we got to meet each other. Like you, you know, t- tell Evan how you we actually came to m- come to meet each other. All right, we'll get back so into the whole Ranger Regiment. Thing. Me, and, me and our listeners, <laughs> right? Um, just Evan. <laughs> just Evan. Just Evan. This, Nobody, nobody's listening. This is for us. This is just for us. <laughs> this is for us. Um, Forget about the microphone. Right. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I was at Lifetime. Uh, it was like nice hoity-toity gym. Not thinking I'd meet my kind of people there. What kind of gym? Hoity-toity gym. Yeah. Just to be clear, we're fancy. <laughs> we're fancy. All right. Spend all our money on Go the Go on. Uh, can we take a quick timeout? Yeah. Taylor! <laughs> Uh, you look really great in those clothes, and you are so conveniently close to the cooler. She's gonna stab me in the face. <laughs> Evan, you got that cover, brother. Uh, All right, Derek, you 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 can proceed. Yeah, go ahead, keep going. Anyways, so, uh, stay with the beer, and then we'll switch over to wine after we get get lubricated. Not the first time you've had you said you need lubricated. another one. No, I'm good. I'm All sipping right. on this. Um, but anyway, so, uh, you know, soft fill. Uh, noticed his KI bracelet. I was like, all right, cool. So, Evan, he noticed, the first thing he said he noticed was the, uh, I'll crack him. Uh, he noticed was the KIA bracelet. Yeah. I was like, all right, so clear military dude. Start looking at his ink. Then I see, I see a skull on there. I see a little two. I see a diamond on there. I was like, oh, that's one of my bros. That's a ranger. I need to go talk to him. And, you know, he's clearly getting after it in the gym like most guys do. And, you know, and, uh, had to go talk to him. Guy had some pythons on his arms, you know. He's talking about tattooed, not my actual arms, by the way, just to be clear. No, talking about those arms. He gets, he yeah. gets a crazy what I, what I What I lack in size, I make up for in insecurity and Tenacity. heavy gym workouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's big fellas like, who are you with, man? Like, that just, it, like, generally, you always run across here. Take that one. I haven't drank out of it yet. 
uh, Rangers always run across each other. Spec ops in general, you can always pick out like I've ran across a couple of you know uh, group you know special forces yeah. group guys here. Like you carry yourself differently, you look differently, your tattoos are kind of in general like shorter, stockier guys. Like clearly couldn't make it pro athlete, so you had to do something that was next level. Is there a tattoo? F- formation that y'all usually get or no like i mean you can always pot like ranger tats or like (laughs) or tattoos are a straight line (laughs) no but if you look at his tattoo see how it has a helmet and then there's two on it yeah that's going back to world war ii the rangers that ended up taking the beaches in world war ii that was saving private ryan you see it on the same yeah 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 same helmet and it's uh you were able to spot that yeah no when we were at the The gym. gym gym i got you we keep it healthy evan yeah no i got you we don't we don't drink what the hell cheers yeah, I'll drink to that. Um, yeah, so Ranger Regiment. So you talk to your recruiter. Where in the, how, did you like? So my Ranger thing was like, I think the first time I ever heard of a Ranger was like I was in Basic and we watched the movie Basic with John Travolta, which was maybe the most cheesiest non-military base. Like they let y'all watch movies in Basic. Our drill sergeant. I knew it, dude. No, no, our, <laughs> always <laughs> give me crap on the Air Force <laughs> no, Basic. No, I told you, my drill sergeant wanted to win drill sergeant the cycle. So he promised us if we cheated and he, oh, no, we yeah. didn't tell, because like when we had like he had to have as many people like qualify expert and all these different like criteria for drill sergeant in the cycle. So dudes that already went and did their qual, he put them in empty foxholes next to dudes that shot like shit, and we were fucking blasting all those dudes' targets. You had three dudes shooting one dude's qual. Wow, so like all these guys are shooting thirty eights and thirty nines. Yeah, yeah. So like he's like, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, man. I'm gonna be drill sergeant in the cycle. Y'all take care of me. I take care of you. Pizza. Movie, hook y'all up for a week. And he did it too. That's awesome. And so we watched that movie and everybody's like, oh, the Rangers. It, like, it's so, it's not even close. I just remember seeing the whole, like, Travolta pulled up his, like, tattoo and he had a scroll on his forearm. The guy's like, all right, you're legit. I'll tell you all the crimes I committed. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, that's the first. That was my first intro of Ranger. Even though I'd watched Black Hawk yeah. Down before, you got the scroll on your arm, or no? I don't have no, the scroll. He's, he, he's got the diamond. You don't. Why wouldn't you get the scroll? Because you don't do that. If that was the it's, premise, it's a of bit, going it's, into it's, the it's Rangers. A, it's a bit on the nose. It's a, <laughs> it's a bit on the nose. It's like it's supposed to be subtle. That's like you. Would you get Air Force tattooed on your arm, or like I almost your, did, like a unit crest? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, nah, it's the I difference. You. I know. It's something unique, and so like Rangers, like if you're just like if somebody wrote. Airborne Ranger, uh, you know, sex and danger on their arm. You know, you'd be like, fucking liar. (laughs) Liar. If that happened in Ranger Bat, you'd be ridiculed to no end until you like carved that off your arm. Yeah. They would kill you. So, yeah, for sure. Like, you would not get away with that bullshit. Dude, I got a Phoenix that I posted with like the DUI in it, and I still got shit for that because at the DUI, they're like, fucking, we got there, little flaming chicken. <laughs> you know, I still got shit for that. Like, they just always give shit. But, uh, so how, how did you learn about Rangers? Oh, when we get, when we get going. Oh, there we go. We're good. All right. All so, so you were at the, so sorry, we, little technical difficulty there. Uh, we're back. So you, uh, you were at the Marine recruiter. Yep. You they, fucked up the ass fab. Yeah. They told me I was a retard. Couldn't, couldn't be a Marine being a retard. They, that's what they told me. Um, this guy was also like E7, like Poe guy and didn't ever, deploy or anything like that i was trying to act all hard with me um and so like i was like all right cool whatever i went and talked to the navy dude navy dude is cool as shit trying to help me out do whatever so he's like yeah man we can do this we're just gonna get put you on the uh pulley program you're gonna be like 18 months out we can get you your contract if you score well i ended up scoring like a 73 on the asfab with like a gt score of like 114 or 111 or something like that which made me applicable to go get that contract 
And then some time passes. I was like, shit, man, I want to go play football. So cancel my contract in the Navy because uh, I was officially enlisted in the Navy at that point. So I canceled my contract with the Navy, tried to go play football. And then that, like, I don't know, the just it wasn't a good enough opportunity for me there. So I decided, like, well, shit, like, I talked to my dad about it. He's like, look, the Army's going to give you the best opportunities to go to whatever school you want to go to. The Army's going to let you go to it because they just have yeah. that kind of funding. Like, if you want to go Airborne, you can go to Airborne. If you want to go to sniper school, you can go to sniper school. You can do whatever you want. I was like, all right, cool. Let me go talk to the Army recruiter. Go talk to the Army recruiter. He's like, hey, man, like, what are you looking to do? I was like, hey, man, I want to be SF. Like, what do I got to do to be SF? Well, he's like, well, dumbass, you're 18. You got to be at least 20. Is there oh, they're, they're not... When did they start doing that for the uh, 18x-ray contract? You got to be 20 to get an 18x-ray contract. Really? Yeah, so I was like, all right, shit. Well, what can I do being 18 years old? He's like, all right, so you're going to get this 11x contract with an option for it. I was like, all right, sounds badass. What does that mean? He's like, it's going to be a ranger. I was like, shit, I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, so you like got into it by default. Like You were yeah. like, can I do this? Or like, no. I was like, well, what about I, this one? Like, no. I was like, well, how about this one? I was like, yes. I was like, hell yeah, let's so, do this. Just to let people know who don't know, like, Ranger Regiment, not fucking Ranger School, Ranger Regiment, the people who are actually in SOCOM and kicking doors and go get bad guys, um, has the shortest and lowest bar of entry for all the SOCOM units. Like, you, the age, age criteria... Um, like rank, like prior existing rank criteria, all the different criteria that are normally require more years in service, age, higher prerequisites doesn't exist for the ranger thing. However, they also when I went through, now I'm not sure what it, what it stands now with RAS, but uh, it had the highest attrition rate. You know, like I was telling him, it was like our my class started with over 500 dudes, we graduated 42, and that was after a three week course. Yeah, we uh, so we started well, I want to say like 180, 200. We ended up graduating with like seventy, so we dropped. Shit, what would that be? Like sixty percent of the class. Two thirds. Yeah, but we had we had a really strong class. We had a bunch of like sergeant majors kids in the class, a bunch of dudes who were like, uh, English. Oh. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of dudes who were like Q course dropout guys, uh, Swick babies, and stuff like that. Who just like what is a Swick baby? What is that? That's Navy dudes, right? No, no, no. So a Swick baby is like the spe- uh, special operations warfare, where the heck it is. It's like the people who are trying to do uh, SF or the eighteen X-ray contract. But like they're a twenty-one day non-select or a twenty-four day long select, however ah. long selection is now. So like that's a similar but separate criteria than the Q course drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. What's well, Q course drop? Q course is SF course where you get so, your long tab. So like once you get done with selection, once you get done with the SFAS, you go to the Q course, and then like that's when you that's actually, you actually get your green. Like so, yeah. you have to go through a pre-selection thing, and then you start the course. Yeah. Uh, those are the guys that don't make that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. Joey. Who is like a brother to me? We grew up with, play football with. Has got the Tower of Power. He's got his Airborne Ranger SF, and he is high speed over there getting some right now, and still baffles the mind. It still baffles the mind. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Like no kidding, Joey. Like he, I knew he was always smart because like we'd play like Madden together, and he could like read the defenses and stuff. And we're like sixteen years old. He's like, oh, you're playing this. You're playing cover through. I'm like, what? How do you know? What are you fucking talking about? I'm just hitting A A B B like trying to fucking play the game. <laughs> He's like reading the defense and shit, but like in school it just didn't click to him. Yeah. But for whatever reason, man, like high speed military shit. Just like made sense to him. 
it just works. Yeah. And he's a fucking savage. Like, he's on yeah. their fucking, uh, their Halo team. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, he's on the fucking Halo team. So he's, you know, jumping out, doing all kinds of yeah. crazy wild shit. Yeah, dude. He gets picked up for, like, special assignments. Stomp, stomp, wink, wink, nudge, yeah, nudge. Wink, wink, yeah, wink, wink. You cough, know, cough. Secret, secret squirrel things. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just absolutely stud. Over there getting it, you know? Yeah. Um, partied with his whole pack of children. I was telling Evan. So, like, his wife is Vietnamese. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, she's from Mobile, but she's Vietnamese descent. Uh, she's actually, I don't know, she was born in Vietnam. Hong was. And yeah, then, uh, they're for real Vietnamese. Like Vietnamese, Vietnamese. Vietnamese, Vietnamese. Not yeah. like, you know, their parents Vietnamese. don't speak English. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, he's got three kids with her and like, I actually used to like date her sister and she's got, but we're still friends. Like I know her husband and stuff, but like they've got two nice. kids. And uh, so I just brought my kids to the beach the other weekend. And, and I know he is uh, gone right now, deployed. She was in Mobile. They have a business there in Mobile, but he's stationed at Bragg. But I was like, hey, do you guys want to come over and visit? Because my kids love playing with their kids. And uh, so they come over and hang out, and we're like going to like the Lazy River and all this stuff. And people are just looking at me like, what has this white man done? Because <laughs> I had like two, like they could tell, like young adult female Asian ladies, and there were a pack of like Asian babies, like mixed little Asian babies, and like two white kids. And like I was floating with just all like of them. There were like two Asian females and a whole there were like seven kids and people were just like, what the fuck? Just mind fucking everybody. What is this guy doing? Got him a harem of Dude, that's what they thought. That's what it looked like. There were seven kids, two women and me just floating in the lazy river. Phil can't get out of that Afghanistan mindset. He's got a harem of wives. Oh man! Well, no lady boys though. Lady no, boys. no, la- no lady boys and no, uh, no young men. In the Afghan uh-huh. way. Uh, so, so you get the ranger thing because it was the only one that really fit your situation. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I didn't want to wait. I don't want to go to school. Um, because like, if I went to school, I felt like if I wanted to go play football, I, like I already shattered my hand one time, and. Yeah. If I shattered my hand again, I wouldn't have been able to use it. And I wouldn't have been able to get in. Like, I already knew I could play football and I could start out at football. I didn't know what I could do in the military. So, that's right. kind of like what pushed me to go into the military too right out of high school. I got you. All right. So, you get the Ranger thing. Like, what, what, when did you start learning about what a Ranger was and kind of like, so you're like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. Let's do it. Uh, I started learning about it first day of RASP. <laughs> Ah, first, first day of selection process. I so you like, like when uh, you like balls to the wall. All right, let's just do it. So you get in the military, you go to basic. Yep. Uh, you go to airborne school. Yeah. And then it's time for RASP. And yeah. Go ahead, explain to people what RASP is in the different phases of it, if you would, because I'm still new to this as well. Yeah, I like, know you're it, new to it. You went through RIP. You had a three week course. So basically, like the first couple of weeks, you're just getting your stuff pushed in. You're getting smoked. Um. You get Wait, stand, say what RASP stands for so they uh, actually understand. Ranger uh, Assessment Selection uh, Process. So basically, you're being selected to be in the Ranger Regiment. Um, and basically, the first couple of weeks, you're just getting smoked all the time. They're trying to see you're like mentally tough enough to be there. And then the last like four weeks, uh, you're doing... Wait, how many weeks is it overall? It's, it's eight weeks. Yeah. It's eight weeks. So, so essentially, they're still kind of incorporating that rip aspect where they yeah. crush your nuts for a couple of weeks, like a hell week with yeah. your seals. So they spend like three weeks seeing if you have the mental durability and physical durability to hang. Yeah, I got you. And then okay, the last couple of weeks are like they're like they're doing your basic ranger marksmanship and all that. Fun so they're stuff. actually making you battalion ready as opposed to back in the day yeah. when you show up just like hard but with no skills. Well, yeah. How long after boot camp is this? 
Oh, dude, it's right after. So you go so boot you immediately. Yeah, you do boot camp, airborne, rasp. So you've not seen. I mean, you've not seen the you've middle, only, you've only, you've you've not not seen only, the light of day. No, you've only been in training. You've only been in training. Your first year, you're in yeah. training. That's yeah. why they make you sign a four and a half year contract. Yeah, they just lock they lock that shit in. Yeah. So the different like so our, so the reason it developed into this right so rip existed how it was since 1974 the version I had which is actually the very last three week course right yep. class uh you know whatever it was 03 it was through December of 03 we graduated and then no 02 03. So it was, o, it was 03 to 04. Yeah, it's 03, 03 to 04. A little bit. Yeah, something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was because the war on terror is just such a different war, and the op tempo is so much higher. Like the deployments, you know, you get people with 20 deployments under their belt, you know, because it's in war has never existed like it exists now. We have the longest, we have two decades of war under our belt almost. Yeah. We have it's a different type of You have people too, who are like, it's it's completely different kind of warfare. Like they're trained completely. Like they're trained different than how I was trained. Oh yeah. So they they changed the whole program to where it used to be, they send you through three weeks and crush your nuts and make sure you can handle the basic rudimentary concepts. But really, it's a it's a toughness test. And that's what it was. What it always was. Yeah. And then you get to battalion, and then you learn in battalion when you get to your platoon yeah. and your squad, you learn your actual skills. Your finesse. Well, back yeah. when I was going through. They realized this was a major problem because I was only in battalion for three months before I deployed. I had no skills, and but like I mean, I, like I spent three months. Somebody like, though has got to be making the decision to put you on a roster to send you overseas. No, like, no, the, our, no, no. It we, was everybody had to go. Everybody goes. Yeah, we're a, really? we're a small unit. No, we're not some like we're the smallest. So it's special. not like eh, this guy. We probably don't want to take him. No, this time. no, 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 no. It's not like these big units. Rangers are the smallest special ops unit in the community, right? Well, I think the bigger units, it'd be easier to get like lost in the crowd, or no, no, no. Like, I mean, like smaller I mean, units would so, be like, well, I guess from a supply there, there, and demand, yeah, there's yeah. not an option. Rangers have been continuously deployed in the GWAT since it started. So at that time, we were doing three months on, six months off rotation between the it's three. GWAT, global war on Girl terrorism. War on you participated in that, by the way. Uh, yeah, we never, we didn't have those fancy acronyms. <laughs> Air Force doesn't do the acronym. Uh, yeah, so like, so the GWAT, like. You know, you, you, we did three months on, six off, and but we would still surge in the middle. So, like, you do three months over with a you know hit list of shitheads, and then, like, every now and then you do the 45-day, like, surges, right? So, you do three months on, and then you, like, supposedly come home for six months, but you do one or two surges in the six months, and then you do your three-month rotation. So, you end up with young guys who are in their early 30s who have 21, 22 deployments. Hmm. They've been murdering folks. Longer than they've been an adult. Like their entire adulthood has been deploying overseas and murdering folks. Joey. And other dudes we went to battalion with. Um, it's funny, like some of his leadership actually were nugs under me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that, that really threw me for a trip when you knew like my well, platoon sergeant was like one of your like privates. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did, so, he, did but, he know Phil? Yeah. Yeah. No, they didn't. Wait, I, I, I was like, wait, this guy, this guy? He's like, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, all the but guys. Did the guy know Phil? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, they shit. Okay. Yeah. So the guy, I, like the guys I went through with, are all senior leadership by now. They're all E sevens. Dude, I'm good. <laughs> I, I didn't miss anything. I'm good. I got you. I'm good, man. I, I, power to him, man. I'm good. But uh, go on, man. Go on. So like, make it. Th you, you get to rasp, and you go straight through rasp. No recycle. 
Yeah, I went straight straight through your ass. Uh, no recycle. And what, what were like? So what are the phases? So you get through the first two or three weeks. It's like three or four. I can't do it, man. I can't remember. It all blended together, you know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you do. You go out to Coal Range. You have that fun time. The best. The best time. The best times. Um, so you go to, so you get your ass smoked. Like what's the first like, uh, technical thing they, they, like BRM? Yeah. It's your basic, like ranger marksmanship. And, and then ranger marksmanship, which incorporates CQB. Yeah. That's, that's what you're learning. There. Close quarters battle. Evan. Yeah. That's the clearing room aspect. I know that one. You know yeah. that one? They taught you that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a CQB. And then. I, I, did I tell you the story? They would like. About, they wouldn't give you magazines? They wouldn't give us magazines. Yes. Didn't want to give us guns. <laughs> we definitely didn't get any close quarter battle uh, or combat skills training. Yeah, they, didn't no, they, t- they actually teach you guys to breach breach bang clear, right? Yeah, the full, they, like how to use fucking how to clear breach the door, fucking shotgun. No, not door. not us. You're talking about him. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. I mean, I don't want to go like too much into it because I don't know what they consider like offset. Yeah, yeah. Shit, who knows anymore? <sighs> I mean, you just check Instagram, bro. Right. All that shit's on there. Uh, all right, so you get through. Wait, prep. hold on. So is that a is that a problem? Like you what? see these guys posting that stuff on Instagram. Yeah, it gets, yeah, you're, it gets you're pulled not, down. You're not supposed to do that. And I was like, that's something that's like very frustrating. It's like when you see people like throwing all their stuff up. Like, there's oh. a saying in the special ops community. What is it called? Quiet professional. And then the seals led the strong <laughs> charge because these motherfuckers are Hollywood as fuck. They're like, we're writing books and making movies, motherfuckers. And like we, the seals have been the butt of our jokes, still are, forever. They always have been, right? Because the majority of them outside of Devgru are, you know, yeah, uh, but not, not as high speed as Rotund. Hollywood would have you believe. Um, and how long have Rangers been rescuing seals? Has there ever been a rescue mission where Navy seals rescued Rangers? You stole my joke, Phil. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you bastard. But I'm saying, like, you know, Red Wings, everything else. Lone survivor Marcus Luttrell, you know who carried his ass out of there? Rangers. <laughs> Some of my friends did that. You know. Uh, but Hollywood churched it up, and it was very... Uh, so, like, Hollywood made it seem like this is big, huge thing, and it just... There was a mega battle at the end, which did not occur. Heads chopped off. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. and, and not that it wasn't a super inspiring in real tale of heroism and like fighting through adversity, losing everybody in your team and making sure you survived and got out of there that all that's real. I'm not, not taking anything away from that, but I'm saying like the dramatic aspect and you can't really fault Hollywood because that's their job. No, it's like they're trying to sell a story. There's yeah, they're trying, it was, it was they're trying great, to make it more interesting. Like, it was a great movie. Don't like, wait, so you guys just hung out there and had like chai tea with like the village elders until help arrived. What if, there were gunfights every day. You know, it's it's that. Well, well, that was like the thing with American Sniper, too. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh, he's on a sat phone calling his wife, and then he gets shot at by, like, some dude. He's like, hang on, baby. <laughs> like, let me put this down and go engage this guy. No, that didn't happen. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, it's, there's some silly shit. But, I mean, it. and when you, like, talk about people, are like, whoa, you talk about America's Sniper. No, we're not saying that. No, like, we're just saying that Hollywood He was a real guy. It was really getting after It's an embellishment of the, yeah. like, it's an exaggeration yeah. of the truth to sell more movie tickets, which is fine. Which is fine. But don't fucking say that it's real. Zero Dark Thirty. Go fuck yourself. Hey, that was also a good movie. Dude, that movie's badass. 
Be, like when you, that came out, I was even like, the, even the seals came out who like told them who like were like no dude this is wrong no that, like they just like yeah we just had to tell you like what would sound better than like the way it went right you know like which ah, I just need to hear nor there so yeah. you graduate raft straight through and you get to third bat and you're yep. became a mortarman yep all that fun time and so explain to Evan about mortars oh the mortar platoon so. Mort- yeah, imagine, go ahead. Imagine the redheaded stepchild of the military. All right, yeah. So imagine the redheaded stepchild of the military, except extremely testosterone-driven, all type A dudes. They're all this. They're all ogres, except for like a few select, uh, a few, a few of them. And it's just a bunch of guys who want to fuck around and mess with people all day. That's more important. And if you came in, like, came into that cough, you're gonna get balled up. You're gonna get hogtied, and you're gonna get thrown back out. That was how it's. That's that's. Mortar platoon's like a gang within regiment. It's like like because they attach the different line companies, but they have to carry around their mini cannons, the fucking mortar tubes, these giant heavy fucking base plates, and all this shit. Like a bunch of my like Brandon, you met, you know, like he knows some of my ranger buddies. Hey, Brandon was a mortar. Johnny Gendron, who I used to hang with, mortar. Like I, I I don't know, I mortar guys. Like they're always like just the kind of dudes they were. They're a little twisted, a lot of fun. I like them. But, and I was like, I was telling him, I was like, I got to message John. Like, my last, you know, good friend there, battalion, big giant, fucking ogre, mortarman. I was like, I found another John. Yeah, right? <laughs> you think they profile those guys to get them in that? First, like, they look like, okay, you you can carry the, the 120 base plate. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> how, now, how heavy is the base plate you have to carry? Uh, The 120 base plate is like 136 pounds. That's on top of your gear. That's is not just like carrying it. 136 pounds. Yeah. Okay. So this is like you have your ruck and your weapon and everything else and the fucking base plate. Well, you don't actually carry that, but it goes I, on a vehicle. And you you got to move mean. it. Yeah. I mean, I've met dudes that had to hump it. Yeah. I mean, you don't like to, but you. You got to get it off the vehicle, don't you? Yeah, you do. You got to set it up position, don't you? Yeah, you do. What if you get to a place where there's no vehicles? Like, can't get vehicles now. That's what happened in Afghanistan because at 10,000 feet, heli- you know, like. Helicopters don't work too well. They don't well. work too well. So you got to walk the rest of the way up the fucking foothills of the Himalayas up there to go get bad guys. Helicopters don't work well at that elevation. Is it the Himalayas in Afghanistan? It's the foothills, of it, right? Foot, yeah, foothills. It's like the Himalayas. Himalayas, like the same mountain chain, like, extends down into those. That's the. It's called the Asian Step. I don't. Know. That's what. That's what that geographic area I think is called. And that it's never. You know that interesting about the area. Like Alexander the Great went through there. All the great conquerors went through there. That area had never been subjugated. That's Genghis Khan's people. Like those people had never been subjugated. Yeah. The people of like the plains and yeah. those hills, they've never bowed to any other. Still don't. No, that's the thing. Like they like, don't. They go into the caves and they will fight you and they will die. Like they just don't bow. They don't. You know, so that's their thing. But like, good dudes over there. Yeah, most of them just want fucking people out of their country. Insurgents, fucking us. They want. They're just like they want everybody out, man. Yeah, they they want everybody out. <laughs> they're just like, we go back to Ladyboy, fucking the whole thing. They're good with that. Sorry. That. So what? Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Sorry. We, Where we, was I? At? We get sidetracked. No, I don't. Um. Yeah. So being a giant mortar guy, so you get selected for mortar platoon. Yep. 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 So basically, uh, by, by the by, for uh, the mortar thing, it's not like you get selected for it. It's like they base who you're going to be in basic off of what the National Guard unit's doing. So what the National Guard unit needed, they're like, ah, shit, we need mortars. Everybody here who had an 11X contract, you're now a mortar. 
Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you go in with 11X contract and you're not qualified as a Bravo or a Charlie in the National Guard unit that's going to train with you at that time, it's Charlie's, you're going to be a fucking Charlie. Yeah. Bravo is the standard infantry rifle. Man. How big were you? I mean, what, what? I was 195. 195 in the yeah. military? Solid 200 almost. I got you. He's got the phone. He'll show you. I do. I can show you. Don't worry. This I was trying to work I mean, out today. Like after high school and all that, you were like, yeah, I was in basic. I, dude, I, I, I mean, lost. Weight. I wasted away. I like. I got fat in basic. Ah. Like I got out of shape in basic. Yeah, I didn't, dude. Uh, where were you at in basic? What do you mean? Oh, like what? Uh, ba- what? Fort Benning. Fort Benning. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Home of the infantry. I mean, we were in San. Follow, Antonio. follow me. Who? Who? <laughs> we were in San Antonio, man, and it was just like blistering hot. And I'm sure it was in Fort Benning, too. So, I, I, we wasted away. Like, I got, you know, like a damn alien. Well, it's because I was running so much. I just came out of, off of wrestling season, man. So, like, all I was doing was cardio all day. I got you. I was yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so, mortarmen get to battalion. And then when, uh, so you get a battalion. How long before your first, like, so when I was in battalion, there were three, yeah, like, well, there were actually four companies yet. HHC, headquarters, yep. headquarters company, yet. Alpha, Bravo, and Charlie Companies. Yeah. Right? Uh, all the other S shops were in HHC. Mortars were HHC. Uh, Ranger Recon was in HHC. Sniper Platoon was in HHC. Everything was in HHC. Anything that wasn't standard line company was in HHC. Yeah, yeah. But now, break down the company structure. It's very different. Yeah, so like in 2008, they expanded the Ranger Battalion. This is like just common knowledge for the media and everything like that. They expanded Ranger Battalion to have a fourth company, which would be Delta Company, because they needed an extra rifle company to combat GWAT, because they needed more men. Yeah. They needed more companies that could more rapidly deploy. And that uh, then started to get phased out. Yeah. Because they're like, well, shit, we're not ripping out every day now. We're not like doing all this cool guy stuff. So then. They restructured it and they split it to where that fourth line company then became like the new HHC. All right, so you got Ditko, Ditko, yeah, Ditko, yeah, which is what we would call it. I would be part of Ditko. Ah, ah, no, you'd be HHC. Would I be HHC yeah. still? Yeah. So I don't know. Like the breakdowns are different now. I like how I'm getting alcohol shamed by Evan. <laughs> Why? Does he want you to drink more nursing or less? Nursing it. Yeah, I'm nursing, nursing over it. Here. Oh, I'm yeah. nursing mine. Dude. I don't, like, yeah, I he's don't, still on his first one. You're I don't me drink, I'm not on I my don't, third. I don't drink beer. You see, uh, can I just point something out? Do you see the man meat hanging out of this man's shirt? Mm. You're clearly a burlier, stronger bear than I am. So. <laughs> Look at that beard. That power Bur- beard. That power Bur- beard he's been rocking since the eighth grade. Hasn't shaved it since then either. Strong since eighth grade. That's right. All right, so go ahead. Continue. Uh, no, so we're, 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 we're we hit Ditko. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so you get all in. You get more to platoon going. When did you deploy the first time? All right, so I only deployed. How long were you in battalion before you deployed? Is a better question. Like six months? Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, you go from, he went from high school. Like, for me, I was in Afghanistan. Like, I had been through basic, AIT, airborne, RIP. And had de- got to battalion and deployed before a year than I graduated high school. So like if I had like I was that only was a- eight months. Yeah. So I made I went straight through everything, right? So I get two battalion deploy not even through I got a battalion mid January and we deployed in March. Spring. Sometime. Some March, April, some something like that. So like I had like 
just enough training to understand how to gack and how to fucking right. clear a room and just like very basic shit. What when is you had enough training, ground, ground assault convoy, uh, room room clearing and like wingtip security. Whenever yeah, you had, like, you had enough training to not die. Yeah, or like when somebody gave me orders to do something, I could loosely do it. I could loosely do it. Like I knew, I knew what they meant when what they is gave wingtip training. Wingtip security. Yeah. Like whenever, like so, like you sit on a chair on the side of the bird. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, or maybe you get to go out with Green on your first op. Fuck you. Uh, you get to go out with Green and may or may not get to fucking escort some people, and then you try to pull wingtip security and your nods batteries crap out because you're a fucking idiot and you're brand and new you private get, and, you're and, brand and new you private have a team leader and tell you put new fucking batteries and Green tells you you're never ever ever going out with them again because you're a fucking idiot. What is green? Green Brace? No. The unit. <laughs> Delta. The one that all of us dream about at night. We're like, oh, yes. The SEALs try out for. Uh, like, everybody, like, like there's no question. Like, it is the, they're the spookiest of the spooks. Above the SEALs. It's not even close. Really? Nope. It's not even close. That's it, just not army saying. No, no, no. no. Like David Goggins' book, he talks about going from SEAL team, like an instructor as a SEAL, to trying out for Dev Group and not making it. He's like, you know, you didn't make it because you were with everybody else, and then you noticed some people were gone. The people that made it, they just plugged out because they become ghosts. They Bye. go away. They go away. Really? There's no fucking graduation ceremony. The guys that make it. Like you just wake up in like your your, your barracks and where fucking so and so where's Frank? It's like you know like in the movies where like they talk about the rapture. Yeah, it's like the rapture, where like nobody told oh, you nobody told you yeah it happened. like those were the dudes you got like saved. No, nobody told you it happened. Poof, and nobody told you it happened. And you look around like where's so motherfucker? Yeah. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> God, it's like that. Like, they don't tell you you didn't make it. They don't tell you fucking dude made it. There's not a celebration. Nobody's family comes. There's like, all right, man, uh, you're a spook now. See ya. And fucking, you just look over, you're like, where'd Steve go? <laughs> Was that his name? Yeah. Yeah, now he's going by fucking Caesar somewhere. And he's fucking living in Bolivia. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, that's the, uh, I mean, that's literally like you, Doggins' last book, you know, Navy SEAL guy, 20 years. He talks about trying out and not making it. And he, they let him come back twice. Didn't get it. You know. Shit happens. But like Delta is the unit. It is the unit. And it's, guess what two-thirds of Delta is made up of? Rangers. Rangers. Just because like we work with them a lot. Like we're essentially everybody's like nugs. Like Black Hawk Down. It shows yeah. you exactly how we work. With in tandem, and yeah. we work with seals the same way. Yeah, no, no, no. We well, it's because we they're have all, not infantrymen. It's because we not, have all the assets. Yeah, like they're not designed to do what we do. Like we work in, but they're also more surgical, and they're designed to do what they do. Yeah. Right? Uh, we're just different creatures, you know. Um. Oh. So, Some, did you deploy me. to the uh, the mountains or the beach for the first time? Uh, the mountains. You went to the mountains. The mountains. Uh, yeah. So, first deployment, six months in. Um, how was it? How long were you gone? Like, oh, no, don't don't talk about that. Talk about uh, long time, short time. Uh, short time that became a longer time. Yeah. Yeah. Extended. 
Now, this happened to me, which was awesome when I was there. Uh, I got a, like, I was ready to get out of there. I, like, once they told me it was time to go home, I was, like, ready to go, right? My platoon sergeant's like, hey, you want to be on the last bird out of here with me? I was like, fuck, I do. Like, can I get on the first one, please? I was like, hell no. <laughs> He's like, no, you want to be on the last one? I was like, why? He's like, just fucking shut the fuck up, McCarn, and listen. <laughs> and so, I, so I, like, I manifest out for the last bird. And so the, uh, cheers, boys. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let me let me open up my pitcher. Here we go. Yeah. Taylor, cheers to you and your guys' wedding. We'll get to that in a minute. We're getting to it. All right. It's a different season in life. Yeah, different season, different flavor. Um. No, no. So he was like, right, first off, you uncultured fuck. This is good moonshine. You're supposed to breathe in first. I get get the flavor and then breathe back out. I didn't breathe it from the jar. Were you a sommelier for fucking moonshine? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I went to the goddamn Sugarlands when they taught me how to drink like, it, right? Because like, it was their alcohol. Sh- your, your, fiance, your fiance is in the back right now, like shaking her head and being like, yeah, you stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I thought you meant Sugarlands, Texas. Yeah, Sugarlands is a big big no. area outside of Houston. Was it Texas. Gatlinburg? Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, shit, I don't know, fuck. You don't even know. You're talking like you do, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it sounded yeah, good, I, though. I Didn't it? Yeah, it no, I did. Good. So, Delta's the unit. So, uh, in, the, in the, I'm sorry, home. In the mountains. Yep. Afghanistan. No. My, my damn friends. it. Nobody's supposed to know that. God damn it. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> the mountains. It, that shit ain't fucking whatever. But, hey, I'll say this. So, what I would say was, essentially, the battalion commander, all the fucking brass, the, the, the fucking stars and bars and the fucking high ups were fucking going on the last bird. Because they told the fucking flight crew, hey, I think you guys have equipment failure. I think we deserve uh, 24 hours in Heidelberg. Hell yeah. <laughs> Remember how they told you to pack one pair of civvies? Yup. This is what it's for. Go out in Heidelberg for 24 hours. And you show back up with a bunch of fucking German booze from the fucking PX. And fucking you get the load masters to strap it down for you and bring back. And fucking, or some people may or may not go to brothels and drop their entire deployment coin. On one special night with Phil? three different hookers? No. No. Looking at but you. I, do, I do know a team leader who said it was 100% worth the $4,000. It was 100% worth the four grand. Oh he God. was like, dude, it was me and them, and then it was them, and then I get back in after resting, and we just like cycled through. And, and, then, he, like, and then he got a shitload of doxy on his way back home. Bro. Antibiotics knock out like 70% STDs. It's fine, right? right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. The yeah. doxy just knocked it out. He's fine. So, yeah. So, you... So, uh, on the note of being over when you go to Germany and you do that little layover thing, uh, the guys over in Germany take their shit way too seriously. Wait, which guys? The just regular guys who are like stationed there take their shit way too Camp, seriously. Camp Bell or where? I fucking know. <laughs> Wait, which part? Where did you go in Germany? Heidelberg? I think so, yeah. That's where we always stop. Yeah. So like, they air, take, like Air Force Base or yeah, Air Force, yeah, yeah. Air Force Base. Yeah, it was the Air Force Base, but there was yeah, Army dudes there. And there was, Air they, Force takes their shit seriously. Uh, dude, they're they're what? not they're what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the only the only thing Air, Air Force takes seriously is PJs, goddamn it. Right? <laughs> I was but, like, wait, what the fuck you fucking with me? But like I we You serious Clark? <laughs> like it was me and a couple of my buddies were like rolling around going to the PX trying to find some food, like good food. So like, you know, naturally went to fucking McDonald's. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> uh and this guy got pissed off at us because we were in our fucking fields and like we didn't have to wear a cover at the time in fields. And he like freaks the fuck out at us and like, who the hell do you think you are? This, that, and the other. And it's my safety right here, sir. No, it wasn't like that. It was, and out of nowhere, this magical E6 who is like our father 
comes out. It's like, what the hell are you talking to my boys like that for? I'll rip your throat out. <laughs> That's what's up, man. You got to love leadership that defends you. Yeah, just like out of nowhere, this dude comes and just starts crushing this like E7 or E8 big army guy's dick for fucking yelling at us. Double D. Dude, double D. <laughs> yeah, we talked about dicks for like 15 minutes on the last <laughs> podcast. Like just nothing about like just real dicks. It was like, warranted. Like it was, we had a that was a real discussion. It was no the the discussion about dick though is that the god spends so much time on the female anatomy and then like you look at a dude and dick's just a dick man things fucking disgusting. They're like uh, noodle. We're gonna put it on you. <laughs> hey, we're gonna put it on you. It's, uh, like, it's it's gonna be a source of embarrassment and pride your entire life. <laughs> Enjoy. It's like, it's like God had a time hack that was clearly too fucking short for him. He's like that he just couldn't figure out the male body. He's like uh, that part they pee out of and j- yeah just stretch out down a little bit. And less on some. <laughs> and, less more on on some. <laughs> and more on others. Sorry sorry if you're Irish. It's just terrible. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Irish cares. Yeah, dude, I'm Irish. From Baston. Baston, pack the car. Park the car and have it, dad. All right, all right. So we got we got through your first deployment. We got... Only deployment. Only Let's deployment. preface that. Back, back to where? Four penny. Four penny. Yeah. Shit. Home in the infantry. Uh, in the what time the away from the world Benning have you spent thus far? Uh, like training the last year (laughs) right oh yeah so away from fort benning yeah so just like training and deployment when i was in the military is the only time we left fort benning oh yeah it was terrible yeah you came right back to fort benning yep and how long did you stay at fort benning after that for the next three years yep Mm -hmm. you didn't deploy or no i got i got her and then i was supposed to go to range school failed range school that's a whole big long story that we shouldn't get into right now damn it evan trying to make me feel all sad all right so <laughs> drink up, why so why did you choose to get out uh so why? me and evan both chose to get out and I think yeah it's a very interesting it's dude it's like a multifaceted thing then so wait, wait actually you know what this brings us to the lovely lady. <laughs> the lovely lady who refuses to be on camera, but that's fine. She's busy planning your wedding. You right. should be thankful, you piece of shit, because she's I handling the entire load. Uh, so when Boom. did you meet your lovely fiancé in the middle of all this rangering that you were doing? Uh, shit, babe. When did we actually Yeah, so like a month after I got back from Afghanistan. So like September 2000. So she was like, so you were like, you were susceptible. You were like a poor puppy. I was you a poor. Been to, you've been to combat. And Taylor was like, just. Taylor was just, just re- like, Taylor was just like stud softball player who I just ruined her life. Whoa. whoa, whoa. So how, what were you doing in Columbus, Georgia? She wasn't in Columbus, Georgia. Oh. All right, so, so Where were you at? Don't, you you don't have to go into the details of how you met unless you guys want to. We can always edit this. You can leave out the details you like to tell you me. You mean Heidelberg? Where, what? Come on. Yeah. Is she an immigrant and does Donald Trump need to know? Because I'll call that fucker right now. Donald Trump's wife's an I immigrant. will tell the orange one what's up. I'll tell the Hey, I love the orange one. All right, buddy. All right. All right. All right so how Taylor and I actually met. Uh, all right. First off, I'll tell what we say how we met people is we say we met at the beach. But which, that, if you look at her skin tone, you can tell that she said you're in Afghanistan. Taylor, <laughs> right. Taylor, Taylor is what a day. Heck? She is a day walker like myself. <laughs> we glow in the dark. Yeah, but a lot prettier. For sure, prettier. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, Phil, Phil's, Phil's you, a handsome man. He says that, but he's definitely shared a bed with me on multiple <laughs> occasions, so he can go fuck himself. 
Dude, I, everybody's got a slum now and then. <laughs> hey, man, you got to have a few rainy days. He was slumming it. I was loving it. <laughs> Phil, you got to have a few rainy days to appreciate the sunny ones. That's man. right. That's right, buddy. All right. Fair enough. So you guys met on Not Tinder. <laughs> yes, met on the Not Tinder. And uh, basically the relationship developed from there. And three years later, we're going to wait, 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 Where was she living? She was in Dothan at the time. And what was she doing in Dothan? Playing softball, kicking ass, taking names. College? Yes. I'm like, look, dude. I so know she that. was like Jacksonville State. In, in light, in light of Epstein, Jacksonville's up here, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, Jeff State is like Jacksonville Jack- State. Jacksonville no. State is up here. I thought it was over. What? Troy's Troy. in Dothan. All right, sorry. Yeah. Jacksonville's like what northeast of here. Twenty towards Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is Gadsden. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. All right, sorry. Evan, I'm gonna have to tell you about your mic too. You need to pull that mic back to your face. You, you got to deep throat it. He knows about it. He, he, dude. We go. We, him and I both. Like I, the first episode, I bitched at him about the mic, and then like I was the one you couldn't hear on it because I had it like away from my face. <laughs> yes, sustained. Yeah. So, it's an ongoing effort on production with this because again. Uh, it's amateur hour. It is amateur. <laughs> that, that is fucking. What do you gotta do to become an amateur? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, not get paid for it. Yeah, no. We're working on amateur hour because like there were no tutorials on how to exactly <laughs> do this, on how to put together. I had to learn about bandwidth and fucking cameras, fucking microphones, now different kinds of microphones, bandwidth? different audio interfaces versus mixers. How to fucking load it up an RSS feed. How to fucking all this hosting and all this kind of shit. And we've learned all this on the fly. Like, me and him are like, we've been talking about it. Like, let's fucking do it. Evan, Evan's the one who spurred it on. He's like, just fucking do it. Let's just let's just start building the fucking thing and then fucking do it. You know? And I was like, all right, I'll figure it out. You don't tell me what to stop. I'm going to let it breathe. Me. You don't but, let this breathe. You just drive All right, it hey, so Moonshine Smollier. What am I supposed to do again? So I don't upset breathe. both of you? As Taylor's watching because <laughs> you just put I it. can tell this is good moonshine. You want to know why? All right. You know the reason they swirl the wine in the glass? No. So you can smell right. it. You own culture, well, fuck. So it 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 allows it to breathe. Breathe and go up towards the top of the glass. One, it kind of makes it where the fumes will come out the top. I hope but people also, tear you apart on the internet for this <laughs> But also, when you swirl it, it hits the sides of the glass. The bubbles, right? No. Fuck the you. streaks. If you see it streak, the more streaks you have in it, that means the more substance is sticking to the side of the glass, and it's not just water. So the more streaks, like this is good. You see all those streaks? Actually, or you just have girdy glasses. I know better than you do about moonshine, and I'll explain to you. Go you fuck. It. I'm saying wine. Yeah, you're talking about wine. This is moonshine, but it's the same principle. No, it's not. Do you know what the swirling of moonshine is? Because I, there's moon- no swirling of moonshine. No, there is. There is. I'll tell you. No, there's not. I moonshine watched it illegal. I know, and I'm gonna explain to you why this swir- moonshine's not illegal. The moonshine, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no. Real I, moonshine. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna explain to you why yeah. real moonshine's illegal and why they do swirl it and why they swirl it. So they don't go blind. You ever swirled rubbing alcohol and noticed how there's no fucking bubbles in it? The bubbles that happen when you swirl it denote the the fucking potency of it. Okay. So when they bubbles fucking, and streaks. Bubbles and streaks, bitches. That's the title of this episode. We're going <laughs> Bubbles <with> that. and streaks. <laughs> That's what we're no, going with. Seriously, though, if you swirl it and you look at the sides of the glass and you see that there's streaks on it, 
like fingers, but it was what they, I think what they call it. So I always call it. That's how you know it's good wine because that's like the sugars and the fruit and and, and actual, not argument and not arguing. But what sommeliers have you talked to? I googled that shit. <laughs> First off, how the fuck do you know what? Because I was curious. Called. Because I have seen movies with those people Somali- in them. Yeah, uh, and no, I, I, I knew when that. I when I notice things that fancy people have that I want to know so I don't look stupid if it ever comes up, I put that word in my little bank. So when wait, I wait, first started, let's, let's get yeah, this one down. Let's get this one down. We're nursing it here. Yeah. All right. There we go. When I started taking customers out. First thing I wanted to know was how to choose a good bottle of wine. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, I'm taking a group of guys out or a group of, you know, clients out. I'm saying, hey. There could be females well, yeah, in the mix, absolutely. too. It's 2019, Evan. Absolutely. Right. Especially in my line of work. Sexist, you did. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to see, okay, I need to have this kind of a, uh, what do you call it, a, a boarding school approach here i need to i need to go and learn and yeah the basics up. yeah, yeah, yeah that's rudimentary basics. understanding what's going the fuck's going on here yeah so sure. i go out and i figure out what okay what qualifies something as a good bottle of wine what are the what are the brands the you know how do you what is the matrix here so first off out, you're gonna want walmart box one yeah you go so if i'm at a yeah. french restaurant and i want to pick out a good bottle of wine what, what do i need to know find this find the frenchman to ask right so i look up each category whites reds malbecs Blends, Sauvignon Blancs. Oh, whoa! Yeah. You're whoa. saying words. That you know, Grigio. One more time. Can we get that one one more time? Sauvignon Blancs. Okay. I want to know. You probably he googled the shit out. You know, Grigio. No, he you googled you googled this. Sound good. He googled this and watched some YouTube videos. I'm like, how do you? Say you got to know if you're taking customers out. You're taking yeah. clients out. They're going to be spending a lot of money with you. Yeah. And you want you want something to feel like a first class event. When you take them to Texas Roadhouse. No, no. You take them to Texas Day Brazil. You're taking them to these, you know. Fogo to Chow, son. Yeah. Yeah. Fogo to Chow, son. But no, you take them to a nice restaurant, especially in New Orleans. That's where I really, when I moved to Baton Rouge, that's when I did it. Because I was taking these guys out and they knew their wines. Yeah. They knew their wines. You can't fuck around now. Cigars. You can't fuck around. They knew their scotches. Yeah, yeah. You get to places, you don't, you got to know your cigars. You for sure do. You move to some, some, from somewhere like Mobile or just a podunk country. I'm not saying Mobile's all country, but it's it's not just a scotch. It doesn't have it, it that uh, it, you know it doesn't have. It's the, not that level, man. It doesn't have that level. They want to be like it, it has. It has C level and all below. It has B level, but it does not have A level. So, anyways, so I, I moved. I moved from people. Mobile to Louisiana. I had to figure all that out by myself, and that, and I just did some research on it. So, between picking out a good wine, a cigar, and a good scotch and a whiskey, I could probably hold my own there yeah um and that's kind of when i tapped into that but back to subject here let's let's get back on the topic we were on oh shit yeah yeah so you met your lady friend met my lady met your lady um you guys came together biblically i assume at some point uh and and so like (laughs) and so did she was what was your oh no this all this was uh with genesis this whole conversation was what what precipitated your decision to get out? It was like a multifaceted like decision. You like how you use all those big words that change together? Like, <laughs> Evan was ready to shit on me. He was ready, he was ready to shit on me. I can see it in his face. I kept it, doing that. I saw him like get more and more like, fuck's he talking about? <laughs> so it was like, it, it was a multifaceted decision. All right, uh, all right. 
One was, did I want to stay in the military? Yeah. Which was, wow, my life sucks kind of a lot. And y'all are together at this yes. point. Are y'all yes, married or dating? No, we're, we we got engaged when I still had, like, what, a year left? No, that's now. We're talking I'm about... Sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Forgot. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're, we're still engaged. Um, I'm sorry. I meant dating or engaged. Yeah, so we... Serious or not serious? Yeah. <laughs> no, we... <laughs> We also spent some time on the not serious part of a relationship, but that's a that's a story for a different time. Um, <laughs> Listen to an older man. No, dude. <laughs> dude no, me and her look at me. Back. Look at me right now. You're like you'll never Evan, get tell laid him. again. Evan, tell him. <laughs> Put the shovel down. You're digging a deeper. <laughs> <laughs> story of my life. Set the shovel <laughs> over there. Just fucking abandon. And proceed on to a different topic. All right. All right. So basically, so what, why did you want to get out? One one part was Taylor. All right. The other part. Wait, wait, wait. What? She didn't want to go in the military. She had to stay no, here. No, it wasn't that. She was a hundred percent down for whatever I wanted to do in the military. It was just I didn't think it was fair to me and her for me to want to go off and do all these cool secret scroll things. It's with, a selfish lifestyle. Yeah, it it's is. a very selfish lifestyle. It is. No, it is a hundred percent. Yeah, it's a selfish lifestyle. It's tough and. It wasn't fair to her. It wasn't fair to me. I didn't like being away from her that much. As much as that sounds like a bitch thing to say. It's like, it is like definitely her. a bitch thing to say, but honorable. Yeah. Uh, didn't like being away from I her. I sent out a fucking lovey text last night, so whatever. And what did you receive? Nothing. <laughs> bum, bum, Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I didn't want to stay in. I was, like, flirting with the idea of going to uh, SF selection. And then, like, I knew if I did that, I'd end up doing 20. Yeah. And, well, if I did that and got picked up, I'd do 20. If I did that and didn't get picked up, I'd probably just go cry and go to the 82nd, like most Rangers do. If the shit doesn't work out for them. That was, I was going to ask you that yeah. earlier. What do, what do most people do when they want, like, if the attrition rate's so high, what do most people do? Cry and go to the 82nd. Cry and go to the 82nd. That's Airborne? It. Yeah. Yep. Airborne? The, so 82nd's like your premier airborne unit. Yeah. And, buddy, and buddy, they will tell you. That they are the premier airborne. It, 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 hey man, nothing against that. They are some bad dudes though. They're they're good. Yeah, because they, they are ranger failures and other failures and SF failures and all the other things. Yeah, I mean they're good dudes though. They're good. I'm not saying they're, they're bad. They're, they're a great unit. But like their overall anal oh, yeah. sense of like we have to be the standard. We're like, bitch, you are not the standard. We're the tip of the spear. You are the tip of the spear that is four spears behind the other tips of the spears that came through. So settle down. Settle down now, Bobby. Uh well, we got rangers up here. No, you don't. You got people that went to ranger school. They were never in ranger regiment. Or they are from ranger regiment, and they get their fucking five in like two months. Or they got their RFS. And then they go the, and then they go to the 82nd and they get their five in two months. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, um, so ranger regiment shoots themselves in the foot, and they're like, they don't want to promote anybody. Like, they are so hardcore about standards. standard. The standards. Like, see, that wasn't like, me and him both. Just no, like... It's it's just so hard ingrained in us, like, and that's it's in. When he a, said it, it was like a reflex. Yeah, the standard. Yeah, standard. it's like well, no, it is. I mean, it's part of your DNA. Standards and discipline, man. Yeah, standards fucking and discipline. A- Abrams Charter. If the Ranger the Regiment has hoodlums and brigands, it will be disbanded. It like you are the standard, and the moment it doesn't, it lo- it stops being the standard. I it. it is to be disbanded, and that's literally in the 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 charter, the charter, which doctrines us. Same with the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> So how does it feel? No, no, no. On on a side note, on a side note, so we can get sidetracked for a little bit. How does it feel that the Coast Guard now upsided the Air Force? That bother me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was I like, had you it. see my orange ducky? I'm I had it set. made. I had it made. I'm not gonna lie. Like I wasn't trying to talk shit. I was just trying to like talk shit oh, and figure man, out. I know. Like we were. Dude, I spent. 11 they know months. they're doing better than the rest of us. They're right? like they're smart. They get paid more oh, money. Like, you mean you hate our beautiful barracks and our nice facilities? Yes, I do. I Fuck you guys. Call barracks. We had apartments. They had apartments. They had dorms. Dorms. You guys had and dorms. You, Fuck you. you. They had cleaning people that came around. What? Yeah. You could hire. Yeah, it's called private. You could hire no. Mama San to come around and clean your dorms. Oh, Evan was in Japan, by the way. I was in Japan. Fuck you. You could Ma- hire Mama San to come out and clean your dorms. Mama San. You, you have to pay for that. What else do you have to and pay for in Japan? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Hey, oh, that was terrible. Easy, you uncultured fuck. <laughs> was it? Well, it's, it's, was yeah, it? It was Laotian. It was Thai. It was Filipino. It was Japanese, Korean, Russian. They blend together. And I was quoting Russian. Platoon in the movie. I wasn't being racist. You were quoting Metal Jacket. You're, you're full quoting Full Metal, metal, metal Jacket. jacket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. uncultured fuck. <laughs> I just saw Platoon Wait, the other day. Yeah. So, yeah. Great it's movie. on Netflix. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's on Netflix, Netflix right now. Damn, gotta go um, watch that later. Speaking of, I don't want to jump off topic here. I know we're jumping around a lot, but ADD. The bitch. boys. It's good, right? I, I've already crushed it. I already crushed it. What is crushed that? it this weekend? Awesome. I got. I, I got. You I, can explain I, it. I, I, I got. I, I got two more off days. What, what do I need to do I, with my I, two more? I, I told. No, I told him about the other night. You told me about it. Told me about it. Friday night. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So on Netflix, like, think about. Oh, it's on Amazon. Amazon. I'm sorry. Okay, I got Amazon. So the the boys, right? The boys is about if. The same way athletes are marketed, sponsored, have all these different things about them. What if superheroes were a reality? Like, but like, so, so nope. if super if superheroes were a reality, they that's would, how they'd be marketed. They would be treated just like athletes. Yeah, they would be LeBron James. Like every well, fuck fucking him. Nike swoosh and every company would w- want to put their fucking badge on his cool guy cape and uniform. Yeah, to fucking have their name associated with the superhero, right? Yeah. So the boys is about. Essentially, it's almost a corollary to top-tier athletes. Okay. And so, like, they're not always the best humans. Sometimes Duh. they beat the fuck out of people and rape them. Sometimes they kill people. Sometimes they have dog-fighting rings and are fucking terrible humans. And have to go to Why did we just go straight Michael Vick Sometimes here? they save the world. But, like, but you know, Michael Vick did his time, dude. Whatever. Hey, I, Michael Vick. All right. Hey, I made, wait, I made, I made that get, joke. Let's not get on Vick. Yeah, I, I made that joke. Uh Great football player. He turns it around, and now he like runs like a dog sanctuary. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dude, he did his time. People yeah, he did his good. time. He's fucking good. People that are mad at him, like he did his time. Like he he is square he with the house. In, yeah, he's square with the house. Hundred percent. He's square with the house. Like, like we yeah. said, if you do these terrible things, we're gonna punish you this way. He got punished. Yeah, yeah he got and punished. Got he lost guys, everything. He lost a hundred million dollar contract. NFL that have killed people. Right, right. Like, yeah, don't bring that I'm kind of trouble on you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> allegedly, I'm allegedly, it wasn't, allegedly, it wasn't. It wasn't him as somebody in his posse, but yes, correct, correct. Somebody he paid to take the dive. I mean, so <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying that, like, essentially, they they drew that corollary to the superhero aspect. Like, uh, if a superhero did exist, if you're if they're a normal person had superpowers, they're still a fucking person, just like athletes. So they even though we're boss. even yeah. though we're held to a higher standard. That those people, we put them up on a pedestal. They still get up to the same nefarious things that normal people do. And so, like, but, when you, but when you have superpowers. at the same time, they save the world and they do all these great things and it's keeping them. Just kidding. Sorry. You're, bu- you're, you're eating hey. towards the camera. Hey. You're blocking out the moneymaker. Phil's face is the moneymaker. It, okay? it is. It, actually, no money's generated. So it's. <laughs> uh, it's all pro bono. It is a pro bono podcast. Um, but it's good. 
You should watch it. It's, 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 it's a it's really good. It's cool. It was, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm starting this. It has right a now. bunch of it has a bunch of different like pseudo superheroes, and they're all kind of shitheads. And some are cool, some aren't. And then like the regular people who are like kind of like onto the dark side of the superheroes. It's pretty cool. So like, does like people like pay off the superheroes and shit, or what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's like it just shows essentially the way the essentially take the whole athlete thing and just ramp it up to eleven. Okay. 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 With imagine superpowers and like. So De- death and all the other aspects. So like Gronkowski, if he was like a bad person. Okay, cool. So like, imagine a superhero like Flash, right? Yeah. So what are the physics of somebody that ran runs that fast? They're running as fast as a jet. What if they accidentally hit somebody in the street? What would happen? The person would explode into a million pieces. Oh shit, that's cool as fuck. First episode. I mean, like that's why do you got to ruin it? Thank you for the spoiler. Well, I mean, like that's not a spoiler. I mean, like there's there's no like key to it. Like that's the yeah. like. So if I'm the fastest guy in the world, I'm running around, but I'm not paying attention. I'm just being a dick. Yeah. And I hit a person going Mach 2. What the fuck is going to happen to that human being's body? Skadoosh. Right? A bug on a windshield. A bug yeah. on a windshield, bro. And then, like, but they cover, you know, the money, just covers like with the athlete. What, what happens when the athlete up. fucks up? Yeah. They pay somebody to cover it up. I, dude, I don't know, man. I mean, Ty, Tyree Kill is about to lose his fucking job. Who? Tyree Kill, mm. Chiefs, Chiefs wide receiver, beat the shit out of his kid. And like the oh, that Adrian Peterson thing we talked about, remember? Oh, all right. Adrian Peterson was disciplining his child. No, but he, he did he go too far? No, no, no. We talked we talked about this on a podcast where Pull he up pictures of that shit. He, oh, he, did he go too far? He fucked Ooh. him up. Oh, he went way too far. He like broke the skin. Like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's too far. Him with a switch or, a, or he got him with a switch. Like every, like, I mean, y'all from Alabama? I thought that was a thing down here. Yeah, oh, not, oh, yeah, yeah, but is. not fucking lashings. Oh, all right, not shit. fucking Amistad lashings. Oh, all right, yeah, shit, all right. That's what I I thought. I was like, I thought he got in trouble for like doing corporate, like just like disappointing his kid. I was like, shit, man. I thought and people and text Bill Evan educated me. He's like, no, dude. Like these are like fucking like lashings. Oh, it was bad. I saw the. He's like cat right of there. nine tails lashings. Shit. Yeah, like fucked him up. Like fucked him up. Hard I thought hard. he was just going rule of thumb on that thing, but uh, I guess not. Well, the rule of thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep her in check. Uh, Phil, is that still legal in Alabama? It's not. So they did it's like. Not. Uh, they had to do like skin grafts, or I say skin grafts on him. They had, they had to fucking repair the child. Oh, yeah, no, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not normal spankings. Yeah. If if medical intervention is required to recover from said spankings, you're out of line. I mean, maybe Adrian Peterson's just really strong. You don't know. I don't know, man. I'm seeing the pictures on it now. All right, yeah, yeah. I've gotten beaten worse than that. You motherfucker. You made me feel bad about saying the shit I said last time. <laughs> I just then, like, I, I read Evan the article said it with such confidence. I didn't like second I guess pulled, him. I just pulled up the pictures. This it's is what, not that bad. Yep. I've got guess who just fell out of the trust tree, Evan. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've had beatings worse than that. I for sure had beatings worse I know we'll forget this. We had a pool at our house. I fucking know. I know. So yeah, y'all know. I, I got out of the pool. Tell me, Evan. I grabbed my towel. I turned around and I. Like whipped my sister with Laura. the towel. Yeah, like poor Laura. Popped her like just a, rat like tail. The towel. Laura was the rat tail. Rat tail. Yeah, a rat tail with the towel. Ricky got after me with the towel and drew blood because I made her cry. Show, showed you. Hey, what was like ten or twelve. Hey, Evan, you had to fucking come in though. Oh, I did. I for You're sure being did, a little dude. asshole. Dick move, man. See, that's the thing, man. Like Evan now would one hundred percent agree, and I would agree. And if that happened to me. Who I would, would also to, I would also agree that I had it coming. Nobody would go to jail for that in Alabama. Fuck no. 
Dude, I gotta that's, be he's from Texas, though. Adrian Peterson's from Texas, so you know their shit's worse yeah, than ours. But it's Adrian Peterson, bro. Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, like, but the thing with Tyreek Hill, though, is, like, there's actual audio recordings that his, like, girlfriend or fiance or whatever. Oh, no, is. I do know what you're talking about. Yes, he's dude. Like, he, he was like, he's like, bitch, you should be afraid of me, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hell no, dude. That ain't appropriate. There's also pictures. He had it on his thighs, on his stomach, and on his back. On his stomach? Yeah. Ooh. So he, beat, he beat the pre- kid pretty good. What is a child discipline? Yeah, that's the true. picture. That's a joke. No. <laughs> Dude, Evan made me feel like a piece of shit for like defending well, Peterson. I was like, I thought it was just like normal, like spanking. I saw the picture. I saw. Dude, originally. he lost a whole fucking season. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. He lost a whole season. He was in almost blackballed, man. In his prime, he lost. Roger a whole Goodell, dude. Are you Dude, Roger about that knee jerk, fuck, fuck knee that mother, jerk, Dude. mother. Dude, Dude, you, what? you got two Tom Brady dick riders right here. Hell yeah! Oh, hit the camera. A little bit drunk. Who knows? Yeah, uh, jury's out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, fuck nah. Goodell. No, no, straight up, fucking Roger Goodell. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me right now. Who would fuck you? Yeah. That Saints call last season? Oh. It should have oh been the Saints God. and the goddamn Patriots in the Super Bowl. Hey, you hey, fucking Phil, know it. Phil, Phil, why didn't Drew Brees make a goddamn play after that then? They're in field goal range. Just saying. He wouldn't have had to, Dick. I know he wouldn't have had to, but he could have made the play. They got it the ball back in the first. First and goal, you motherfucker on the three. Yeah, I know it would have been first goal and three, but they also got the fucking kickoff start the overtime. Hey, just so you know, it, it was egregious enough that the lawsuit is still in federal court right I now. I understand that. Lawsuit's in federal court. Who wrote that up? You did? Possible. Every motherfucker in Louisiana. <laughs> Every motherfucker in Louisiana. Every Lu- motherfucker in Louisiana co-signed that fucking lawsuit. <laughs> right? But hell I'll yeah. I'll tell you right now, dude. Look, I lived across the street from Drew Brees. I love the fucking Saints. Go Saints. But I also right, I also but, like the Patriots, man. I like Tom right, so Brady. I like his style. I like the Patriots, man. Who? So I think he, the Saints and the Patriots are very similar teams. They are very similar teams. They're, They're very creative. The difference what? between the Saints and the Patriots isn't the quarterbacks, it's the coaching. Belichick is head and shoulders above Sean Payton. I think so. I, I think Sean like so I think Sean Payton is the West Coast version of, of Bill Belichick. Yeah. But he like, doesn't have a good defense. He has the same uh, pros, but like it's like having a, two dads, right, who are both like agree, ag- agree on instilling the same values in, in a kid, but the way they do it is different. Belichick is a hard nose, like, it's my way or the highway. Go fuck yourself. You don't like this? Get the fuck out of here. Sean Payton's like, hey, guys, we're all making a bunch of money. Just listen. Ah, listen. Right? This is what we're doing. So, but so going back to the Roger Goodell thing is, I just don't like the inconsistency. Fucking uh, with Ezekiel Elliott getting six games for pulling down a girl's shirt, but then Tyreek Hill like smacks his kid, punches because his kid. Because there was an audio tape, bro. No, well, think about this. Like he's think so about inconsistent. the controversy that Roger Goodell has had to go through versus any other NFL president. Over the last, it's because he puts himself years. out. It's because he puts himself out there to go no, through no, it. It's 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 a sign of the times, man. It's the times, but it's also he's, he's never social media wasn't around for he, other like kids, other he people. doesn't have to be the face like he is being. He's he, trying to be Dana White. He's trying to be. He's trying to be the Dana White Don King. He's trying to be like. He's trying to make himself a I don't public figure. I don't when think all that. the all the other commissioners like look at look at Silverman in the NBA. He stays the fuck out. He doesn't like get out in front of shit. He does press releases through the fucking proper channels. He's like, deal with that shit. No, like, and he doesn't come out and make himself a figurehead. And here's the thing: they try to beat down on the Patriots because they keep winning. Where if you look, the Flate Gate, fuck it. the fu- 
If you defla- they played better in the second half after the alleged deflated balls were switched were discovered. out. They played better in the second half. Brady's like, thank you for giving me inflated balls, so now I can throw a touchdown. Oh, you mean like in freezing cold, like gases compressed? That's weird. There's I, an actual I that was there, science. There's an MIT mind. scientist that proved the point that Roger Goodell was full of shit on that, and uh, that he just needs to leave the Patriots alone, and Roger Goodell's like, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. more about science. Dude, than everything in Roger Goodell's science. face told him to suck a dick, but the best part was Tom Brady's like, I remember everybody in those four games that he was out, they were like, what if Tom Brady came back and had the best season and won the Super Bowl? And then he did. And then he did. He had like twenty. He had what like if he made Roger Goodell <laughs> eat the biggest dick Dude, at the, the end be- of the season. The best part about that is that they were down twenty-eight to three in the third quarter. Do you like know? Did you did you did you see the breakdown of the? Yeah. You, you saw about the yeah. conspiracy behind his contract, his new contract. Yes. Yes, and but I love tw- it. It comes out to twenty-eight three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it comes out to twenty-eight three. I hope the, to God that was on purpose. I can. Can you imagine Brady could, laughing his dick off? Like, please write it up this way. Just write it up this way. Well, no, because the Patriots have been known to be like that. They just like they're, under, they're Super Bowl ring had like, like 28, various, 28 and yeah. uh, eighty-three uh, diamonds in it. The Super Bowl ring from that Super Bowl had like twenty-eight, uh, uh, two hundred eighty-three diamonds in it. Like that's calcul. Like that's why they're that good. Because they're. Because they don't let anything go to the wayside. They calculate every move. Oh, we beat you 28-3 on the craziest comeback in Super Bowl history? Yeah, I'm going to need you to orchestrate the diamonds and precious gems in these rings ever so slightly. To fit 283. To, to, to fit 283. Just so they know 28-3 just, is permanently just in ingrained in every one of these motherfucking rings. And by the by, what, you know what, uh, I'm saying? Like, what other owner has the A, the balls, and... Be the uh, wait, wait. Let's not not, let's not talk about Robert Kraft's balls because (laughs) he likes to get those out in the public uh, sphere. They have had they have had a a target. Would you say six Super Bowls and over a hundred million dollars given to charity? If if anybody deserves, you're talking to an Alabama alum here. You know, fuck it. In the Nick Saban era, fuck it. Who does everybody in college football hate? Fuck Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Like Satan. They're like he's Saban, Satan. but he's like, hey man, everybody you- in Louisiana, you mean Satan? Satan, <laughs> no, Satan, Satan, Satan. Satan. That's, but I'll tell you this, Evan lived in Tuscaloosa. Evan lived in Baton Rouge. I lived in New Orleans. In New Orleans, they don't give a fuck about LSU football. It's all about yeah. the Saints. Of course it is. Drew Brees saved that fucking city. Bro, who you tell? I love right. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Like, I love oh, Drew Brees. Like, oh Katrina, I just came off a shoulder tear. Fuck it, we're gonna go win the Super Bowl, boys. Okay. I mean, like. Sorry. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> oh yeah, no, we had. Oh, a, okay. We had, we had a uh, something. It was like a black Malbec we had, we had yesterday. Yeah, you get the cork upstairs. That's all right. Phil and I will hold it down. We'll hold it down, dude. Don't Take worry. five seconds. Go make sure everybody's good. Go ahead. No, no, no. You get your wine. Go, you go you get your manly wine. As you push it in front of my camera, you piece of shit. Dude, he just doesn't want you on camera. I know. Being a cocksucker. It's because he's prettier than me. He's got that sweet beard. So why did you put the two pretty guys on one side of the table? Uh, you know, I just try to get you to maybe you two can detract from each other. <laughs> too much man meat on one side of the table. You know, gives me like a better shot of just myself because, <laughs> you know, I figure I'd take up my little camera. Uh, you know, but with Evan and talking about you getting out and the whole fucking Ranger thing, man. Uh, very glad to have ran into you up here because prior to that, like Birmingham is a big city, but it's fucking closed off like a motherfucker. Dude, I was so bored. 
Man, so I didn't, bored. I didn't have. I've been here two years. I've been bored out of my fucking mind. Dude, I didn't have like I don't. So there's a difference between like meeting somebody else in the military, and then meeting somebody who has similar interests in you. When you meet like a fucking brother, which yeah. is what like what I yeah yeah no brother. yeah. Dude, when you, you, meet meet another, you meet another ranger like he's been through the crucible with you. You're like that's you, you immediately just pick up because like we have the same temperament. Same yeah. humor. Like, you can relate on so many fucking different like, levels. What, like, when I was in the police academy, because I just got out of the military, and I went straight to the police academy, like, the only person who fucking understood me was my buddy who worked with the Ranger Regiment back in 2008 and deployed with them. Because, like, that's just, that's how they are. Like, that's not, he's not being an asshole. That's just how he is. Exactly. Trust me. In my, like, career... As somebody who has to work on personal relationships with like my staff and people yeah, I'm in charge of, you get in charge of that. That's a real question. <sighs> you bullshitted well, didn't you, bro? <laughs> I bullshit. Like, so I good. am an expert bullshitter. Yeah, I have a PhD in bullshit. But I mean, that you're not going to pay for. <laughs> that, I mean, like it. The whole idea is that like it's just called being professional, man. Like whatever I am outside of work. It's whatever I'm outside of work. As long as I'm the person I need to be inside of work. Right, right. You know, I'm handling everything. And outside of work, obviously, you still have to maintain a level of professionalism that corresponds to your career. Like, your job as a police officer, you can't just be a derelict outside of work because... I like how you use the word derelict right there. Good job. Bro, I paid $200,000 for a piece of paper. I'm going to use all the words. All the big words. All the words I know. Uh, No, I'm just saying, like, you're in a profession that you have to maintain a semblance of professionalism outside of job. Yeah, I mean, and I'm still new to it, and I don't want to like claim that I know like a lot about it or yeah, even a little sure, bit about but, like, it. But everybody knows, like, if you're like, if a cop gets busted doing something fucked up, oh, they're gonna duty, get hammered. They're gonna hammered. They're gonna make the news. Yeah, like you can't just be a fucktard. And I feel like that's like a new concept for people who like come like out of high school or straight out of college to understand that. But come from like where me and you come from, that's just a standard. It's a standard, right? It's so, like, a standard. We couldn't even fucking go fifty miles outside of base, right? You have a Bravo notification, right? So you're like, shh, <laughs> Alpha Bravo Charlie. You know, you're talking about phonetic alphabet. I'm right? not saying ah! anything crazy. I'm just saying that like words. There are certain words and deployment capacities and facilities that Rangers have to be able to handle, and just like essentially, like you were always a Ranger, twenty four seven. Yeah. And that's, like, something that people don't get, or they want to flaunt the fact that they're in law enforcement. Like, dude, nobody cares. Cool, you're a cop. Good job. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand why people have that pride. That arrogance, some would say. Pride, arrogance, they go hand in hand. Just like the difference. Do they? Just like the uh, Some people can stay humble. Right? Hashtag stay humble. We talked about hashtags last night, didn't we? Yeah. Yes, but we talked about hashtags. Hashtag butt stuff. What? Hashtag butt stuff. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, I just want to put it out there. Butt if stuff. you are into butt stuff, don't be ashamed. It's a new trend. It's not. It's been on the low. It's been on the low low, but it's coming to be a new trend. Um, you can't get pregnant with butt stuff. Um, as long as you keep it shower and keep it clean. I or mean, just have some baby wipes. There are worse things you could be into. <laughs> dude she just stared at me so fucking hard uh yeah we, we were joking about that last night but uh i mean you know i, I have some friends that are into butt stuff you know and yourself maybe just a finger 
maybe two. Depending some, on the some stimulation down there. Uh, you know. You, hey, have you, you have you ever seen Road Trip, man? Shit, man. Yeah, yeah. stimulate the process. Hey, let me tell. You, I'll tell you right now. So, I'll tell you a very funny story about like inadvertent butt stuff. Go I'm on. About to get real private. Real. Go on. Real disappointing. Like, All thirty-five viewers are about to find out a lot of shit about you. Ah, uh, thirty-six, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you so. Like, oh hey, what is, hey Miss Sage. Oh, we got got to make a PG now. That just ruined the topic that we were that on. That topic just took a hard U-turn. We were going straight into... Hashtag. Hashtag butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was about to get into the absolute detail. And I go, hey, hey, child. <laughs> Hello, little girl who doesn't need to hear this. Actually, I'm going into a medical aspect of it, so it's fine. It's fine. Because I'm not going into, like, details. Uh, so, but the, the other funny part about this is how big and... Ronnie, Evan is, and then like you just see him get around his kids, he's like, hello, <laughs> just like so quiet. He's like Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine Nine when he starts dealing with his kids. So, uh, man, kids will bring something out of you, man. It's just got to be. It it, it makes you a different person around them. It really does. It really does. Uh, so, when I moved to New Orleans, like I, had, I, uh, I had, you know, been been a personal trainer on a personal training company, and I had this bike I used to ride to work every day. I did have a very soft seat, and apparently, bumpy rides on soft seats, and if you're not careful, and if you're unlucky enough, you can develop prostatitis. What does that even mean? Your prostate gets infected. So, like, the beating of the seat on your prostate, which is... Or other things. Or yeah. other things. Did they think you're gay? It's New Orleans. The chode is the uh, area between your butthole and sac, uh -huh. and that the prostate resides just above that. Yep, and, you, and sometimes you're gonna want some stimulation there. It's okay. And so your your uh, your bike seat go can on rides right there, right? Uh huh. So I mean, I don't I don't does. ride bikes, so I don't know. Yeah, and sometimes if you have a bike seat with an extra nub there just for you, you know, whatever. Creature Red for hers and his blur. Yeah, creature creature comforts. You know, creature comforts. So anyway, so I developed prostatitis. I didn't know. So I actually had these pains, and I had these weird... I thought I had an STD. I thought I had some weird dormant STD. I had not been with anybody, and I was married at the time, but my ex-wife. And I was like, I thought some like random STD had been like lying dormant in my like junk. You said like syphilis or something like that. Yeah, that it had been like lying back. We never ruled that out, though, right? No, we did. You did? We okay. did. Okay. Yeah, okay. It was for sure just prostatitis. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like... There was tests. Prostatitis, it causes your... Uh, so like your prostate... Is what creates the fluid to mix with the sperm and everything that are created in your balls, right? We're getting real scientific here. Okay. So I'm explaining to you, like I'm gonna explain to you why I thought I had STD. When you ejaculate, and I'm gonna use only medical terms because there is a child in the room. Uh, I mean, most people will just steer clear of this topic altogether. But well, Phil we're, said we're, we're, we're going straight medical, and she doesn't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you ejaculate, it comes out like a uh, fire gum, hose. No, a gummer, gummy worm. Oh. That because there's, painful. there's no fluid mix because the prostate is infected yeah. and it's not mixing correctly. That sounds very painful. So you it get is the... painful. And so like instead of shooting a pearl necklace, you're shooting a gummy worm string onto somebody's chest. And you're like, oh, that's gross and weird. Sorry, Sorry. about that. And they're like, what is that? And you're like, I don't know. It's happening right now. And so they're going through the urologist, talking to the doctor. It turns out it's prostate. So I moved to New Orleans, ended up going to the doctor to get treated. And uh, and the doctor's like, and I'm supposed to be going to see Doctor Tracy. Now, is it a man or a woman? So here's the thing, uh, Doctor. 
and the name following doctor is always the last name. But in my dumb man brain told me it was a lady doctor. It was not a lady Tracy. What's it, big honk no, no, black no, man? No, listen, listen, listen. So I get back there, and it is Long this... Long fingers. No, 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 no. I, I get, <laughs> Sausage fingers. I get back there, and it is. This, I see this beautiful, like, milfy kind of lady in her, like, her mid-40s, hard-bodied up, blonde, blonde hair, voluptuous. And I was like, oh. This could I be, have a story I, about I, one of those. I was, very, I was very confused and scared and confused milking. and aroused. And I was, like, I was like, is there a milking table involved? What are we doing here? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. And she invited me back. And she was being very flirty. She was talking to me about my medical history. She was laughing and giggling me. I was like, this is kind of like a date. Like, I was very excited. It was more like a third and, date. And then she was like, so Dr. Tracy will be right in. And I was like, what? your name's not Tracy. <laughs> Tracy's the last name. Oh, shit. Uh, and, then, uh, and then this oh. and then this brace-faced 35-year-old goes, Hi, I'm Dr. Tracy. And it's a guy. And he's like... So oh. how awkward is the next 30 seconds before uh, well, little Phil got his stuff to well, take off? I knew what was going to happen. I was prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for the next For part. both hands on your shoulders? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was my hand placement that concerned me. <laughs> because he didn't want me to have my hands on the bed thing. Like, you're supposed to, like, essentially post up on the bed, right? Bend over. Uh-huh. Bohika, bend over. Here it comes. Go on. But he's like, no, like no, no. Not your hands. You need to be on your elbows. That way you can't brace up or move or do anything if you don't like it. You have to be uh, vulnerable. And I was like, oh. <laughs> no. No. I can't like move. Like if you're on your elbows, you can't like jettison your body away or anything. And that's negative like, ghost rider. And I was like, my elbows. And he's like, your elbows. Were you in pain at this point? Like, was no. it causing you pain? Or it was very cold. The jelly is very cold. No, 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 like, no, no, no. We're talking the, about your prostate from the infection, bro. It hurt. Okay, so, so you were willing to go that mile? Yeah. So you were. So, so when you're so your prostate, so it goes chode. Pro- the layers of this layer cake is chode, <laughs> prostate, finger laying, bladder, right? So to the opposite of a STD associated with like, girl, you're so hot, it, you make my pee burn, that whole situation, uh, your pee doesn't burn. It's the prior burn and pee is actually right. relief. So when you- Your right, bladder swells. Right before, you, right before you pee, your bladder swells up real big and it shoves down on your prostate. Yeah. And my and yeah. already infected prostate, like, go, go kill me and then as soon as i pee like as the the bladder like deflated mm-hmm. i was like oh you know like an instant Make relief that sound again oh. there you go. and uh as you kick the camera derrick um <laughs> kid yeah we'll blame it on him fuck it uh yeah so like i'm i'm eager to get relief and uh so if do, you know what he's saying you know whatever kind of relief whatever whatever <laughs> uh, way that relief comes you know uh, so he, uh, right. so he double clicks my mouse, and uh, that's what I like about these high school girls. Click, click, <laughs> gives it a double click, gives me a double click, and just leaves me. He goes, "Yep, uh, definitely inflamed and all set." Yeah, he's like, "You and the doctor will be in in a minute." <laughs> he's like, "I'm just a janitor." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but both of his hands were on my shoulders. It was so weird. It was weird. I don't know how he was able to perform that uh, that procedure. Yeah, so he he uh, he's like, you know, end up. Be it squared away, but yeah, so hashtag butt stuff, man. So there's a guy, there's a urologist here in Birmingham. That did that to you? No, no, no. That, that does that, that does vasectomies. 
Okay, and go on. Apparently, he's like this eccentric, eccentric kind of doctor that is real goofy and just. But he's the best. How do you qualify as the best? How do you vasectomy? All of just. How do you qualify as that? Like the best ball? So stop. So either you tied my stuff in a knot and burned it all up, or you didn't. Right. But apparently, he's the best guy in Birmingham does to go to, like to make it a com- Does he make it like, comfortable? Nah, I, I don't know what it is, but like... Double clicks that mouse a little bit? <laughs> he's all over social media. Uh, a lot of guys from our church have went to him. The nut burner doctor? Yeah. Like, what is his like like handle? He's a urologist. Burn your nuts? No, it's a urologist. www.burnyournuts.com Yeah, but why would he be all over? Like, What he does is so invasive and so... Personal, nah, but like, it, but what would it, but his handle not, be? Like, but nut, it's not nut burner. But he makes it to where it's not. So I just told you, www.nutburner.com. It's something that every guy, I mean, almost every guy does Bro. nowadays. Ninety percent of men in Bro, Birmingham right I now. I make have it healthy, done. happy kids. Not closing this off. What if, I, the, what if the world comes to the end and they need me to procreate? I hear you. I hear you. Well, I mean, Phil, they need a bunch of guys who said five ten, but are actually five But when you have poison that comes out of your body and creates an insta kid like me, an insta kid. I get within five feet of my wife, and pregnant. I'm like pregnant. I'm like uh, you touch her, You're pregnant. <laughs> I'm like Sean Curry, five, ten, thirty feet away shooting a three, draining drain it. <laughs> you mean you mean Steph Curry? Steph Curry. You yeah. said Sean Curry. Sean Curry. Oh, Sean. I don't know the fuck. Shout out to Sean Curry, whoever you are, wherever you are. <laughs> it's actually a guy I used to work with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if Steph he Steph Curry, thirty feet away, making a three. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I trust me. I every, gotta get a vasectomy. Every I, time, I can't afford another one. I can't afford. I can't afford not to. I mean, you might can afford investment. another one. I mean, look, yeah, you, I think, you make you make healthy, well, happy, good-looking kids. They're all healthy. They're all happy. I agree with that. Just keep producing them. Just sell them. No, nah. they're big. You sell them to people. <laughs> they're like this one's going to be an athlete. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Gaines is heavier than both my kids combined. I know. <laughs> dude, he's so dense. He's a stud. Dude. He's so dense. He's a stud. He is. He's I got a nephew than like that. I got a nephew, Ryan's kid. He like you, you put him on offense or defensive line, you cannot move him. Just put him anchor. 16, 17 years old, you're not going to be able to move that kid. I don't care. He could he could weigh 185 pounds or 125 pounds. You're not gonna move him. He, like his just center, the way, just his the way he moves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's just unreal. Like, and Ryan's built like that. Yeah. Ryan's just a, a thick guy, and I am too, and and you are too. Are I, I mean, it's just. I love how you're pointing out all the thick guys. You're like, you know, <laughs> everybody <laughs> but Bill. Everybody Phil. in this region, not so much here. <laughs> so I remember, and, and on that, and on 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 that note, Taylor is also tick too. So sorry, Phil. I got you. Just not you. So I remember in high school, um, we had a guy, Daniel Williams. That bastard. Yeah. <laughs> like, more talent in his body than we probably you had. You're talking about the pinky. most unathletic looking dude. Should not yes. have been an athlete or been able to play oh, ball the way he balled. White, redneck boy, just came from a scrappy neighborhood and just, he was like six foot five and just lanky, had a wingspan. And would just, play defensive tackle as a tall, skinny guy. How the fuck that worked? You couldn't blow him off the ball. You couldn't. He was just so fast, so strong. He was just tough. Yeah. yeah. Just tough. I mean, tough. But as we got older, Like though, redneck tough? Like or? redneck tough. Okay. Yeah, he like, had so, good hands. But you, know, but you know what happened, though? Like, senior year, he wasn't as productive. <laughs> we started. We were facing more talented yeah, people. Because he was getting girls pregnant and working a full-time job. Put it this way. <laughs> so, Evan, verify this for me. Our senior year of high school, 
senior year JV basketball. The only starting defensive lineman that yeah. did not have a kid. God damn. Daniel had two. Yeah. <laughs> he had two kids. Everybody on the def- starting defensive line with me had a full, like not a pregnant girlfriend, but like a kid, and we're thinking on about like two yeah. or three. Yeah. Shit. Like Daniel, as soon as football season's over, he's like, well, go work at the factory. That's all school yeah. stuff for the birds. That's exactly <laughs> school stuff for the birds. See you boys later. But I never will forget, he came in the he came in the locker room one day, and he's like, man, what do I got to oh, do? He, he was talking to me and room. Phil. He was talking to me and Phil. And Phil had like this whole regiment down. You gotta think. So like, I, Evan's a gifted guy. Like he's big, strong, big, broad shoulder. Like I had you, a physique. Like I, still I just do. had you, a physique. You, you, you don't do. Rate. You don't do anything. Nah, I don't. I, I, you don't I, do I've anything. Not worked you're, out. You're built like, like Phil. Do you have a man crush on Evan? No, no. But I'm saying like I had to work for it because you had like these. Yeah. Bi- all my friends were big, tall, naturally gifted guys, and so like. I'm like in the gym working out like a ravenous badger, like ah, just like chewing on weights. I'm skipping reps. Evan's I'm like smoking I'm gonna weed. Go, I'm, like I'm gonna skip drinking everything. I mean, thing. yeah, was, but he'd show up still bigger and stronger than me. I'm like, genetics, fuck you, man. Evan. So like, I mean, I had to work twice as hard, but like to stay on that level. But like, we all had the same. But like, we all had the same tenacity. But it was just different. Like they like. The, what I'm saying is like to even get on my friends' level. To be able to play with them, like I had to crush it because these guys were very gifted naturally. But anyways, jerk. Yeah, well, and that was true. What are you I talking about, ogre? <laughs> Do you know how hard I work? Shut up! You show me pictures. When you're like 15. You're built the same. Yeah, I know. I haven't had any progress. Do you know? Right, because you were gifted with it naturally. Every time I see you in the gym, you're hanging out with me, talking on the phone while I'm trying to like grit through and still bite down so I can. Look half as decent but, as my ogre but, friends. Phil, I got a hernia and I'm still going to the gym every day. I don't want to hear it. Thanks for helping me with those big heavy weights. All right, today. so speaking of <laughs> speaking of going to the gym every day, we were talking earlier about the screwball uh, documentary on Netflix right now. Oh yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. All right, so PEDs, testosterone boosters. Um, not we a PED. Were, we were not. Talking, we were talking. So yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so not only were this. So in this documentary on Netflix, the the guy out of Florida. Have you watched it? I haven't watched yes. it. Yes. Is it good? Amazing. Tell me more. Watch Amazing. So he figured out a way to microdose or basically do a regiment, what he calls a regimen or a um a routine uh of a of a dosing thing every day over the period of every So they wouldn't piss hot. So microdose. Exactly. So, so basically hot. he would say, Okay, on every off day you have, you hit testosterone. Yep. When you're on the clock, like when you're out playing or when you – basically when the only time you get drug tested, you do these things, mm. which is all your uh, like natural herbal stuff and, and basically the stuff that you couldn't piss hot for. But like testosterone and like small micro amounts of steroids, if you do them over the course of a, like daily, mm-hmm. it's the same as like shooting up with 10 cc's of it and, you know, just spread distributing the thing so like it's the yeah, likelihood yeah. of it showing microdosing up at, basically the, the likelihood of it showing up at test right. so like that's the like opposite of like and then if you powerlifters will do that and if you yeah. did p- piss hot the next time they tested you it'd be out of your system does that make yeah. sense yeah and it's it, it was a it was a very twisted way but he figured out the formula to do that he did the fucking math. and that's what a rod figured out that's what manny ramirez figured out hey yo that's don't throw manny's of, name out there like that it's in the documentary. it's never been confirmed it's in the documentary Never pissed hot though, so yeah, yeah. He stepped like he got a, I don't know out of it or something, but that he's in that documentary. But long story short, um, goddamn, 
Red Sox legend. Yeah. Throwing him under the bus. Yeah. Fucking you, asshole. You uh, Bo well, Sox over there. And Manny Thumb. Ramirez was, he had low T. Well, then he can get and that TRT. That brings me to my legal. point. Well, that's the TRT situation. That brings me to my TRT. point. Like, half the people on his list were pro athletes, the others were cops. Judges, lawyers, he has what? some like most powerful, what? prominent what people were in we Miami. What were talking about? About so TRT we, and like what we talking about, like cops and steroids and the necessity. But how do you stay on top of your game? Like me is a that's as a why dad. they're ta- that's why they're taking it to stay on top so of the game. You, so my my thing is this, and think about it this way: if you took the Spartans, the greatest fighting force that the world's ever fucking known, they would shoot. Thought it was the Rangers. Closer, closer. Yeah, I thought so, it was right. the Rangers. Uh, well, you know, the Spartans, they traveled back in time. They were like, let's, let's ranger it up. <laughs> right? So the Spartans were just rangers who traveled so back the, in time. Like, first of all, I'll just say the book, The Hot Gates. The Rangers. The original book, The Hot Gates. What did they call the Spartans? The Rangers. rangers. I didn't right, know that. So, anyway, yeah. so before. Go on. Before I so yeah. rudely interrupted, Philip. Um, I was supporting your point. You did. <laughs> I don't fucking want to. And I am a, let me tell you something. I am a interrupting. Sob. So. Yeah, I know you are. So, if you take the Spartans, you know for a damn fact they'd be doing Winnie, D ball, Trend. They'd be doing everything trying to get that competitive edge so they can go. It was life or death for the Spartans. Exactly. Though. But if you think about it this way, why why does it matter if a law enforcement officer wants to shoot up, and so he can be stronger and faster, so he can help himself come home? Look at me. I'm gonna go ahead and edit this out for you. This yeah. is a conversation you can't have. Yeah, yeah it right. is. It is. Yeah. All right. Boy, we can't bring anything controversial to your law enforcement. We're not yeah. going to have on here. No, all right. So all right. Let, me, let me get back. Let's good call, Phil. Yeah. I, as soon as you said that, I was like, "Fuck!" All right, but anyways. you got me on a tangent. Sorry. So uh, I, I know we had that combo. Yeah, but we can't have that combo. We can't have that combo on air. But all that's right. real life, though. No, that is real. Life. No, so like that's what we talked, we talked about, like one one of my good friends was taking not not anything illegal. He was taking ton two hundred dollars of supplements every month. And like he would tell his wife, and he's wearing Ranger bed. He's like, "Baby, I've got to be able to manhandle the bad guy. If he doesn't have a weapon, I can't shoot him. So if I've got to put my hands on him, I've got to be able to smash him, put him down to a position to where I can neutralize him as a threat, right? Not kill him, but be able to hold him down to where he can't hurt me. So if I'm not at my peak physical condition, I can't do that. So you so think I, the terrorists have gained knowledge of this too? You think I, they take it? How? What's the average size of a hot hot? Six six, six five. They're all giant. They're, they're, are you talking? Do you, no, they're like all like five five, five eight. Nephilims. They're <laughs> short as shit, man. What are you talking about? The, the ones. How that tall we was were, Osama bin Laden? Six foot six. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was also a freak. No, he wasn't, dude. Hi, well, they, they are my true buddy, Afghani's. Like true Afghani's are as tall and lanky. They're, they're tall, lanky dudes, but like the ones that like get yeah, five five isn't in the agenda, buddy. All right, well, whatever. What are you talking about? Do you make, uh, well, the, the one my friend besides the point. But I'm saying, do you think the, they're taking like, TRT? Do you think those guys have been turned on to it? Dude, I don't. I doubt they have, or maybe they have. I don't it's know. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. But they also also have a giant dope game there. So you think they don't have yeah, money? That's what I was about to say. Talent. Well, no, but they'll get their jihad high before they go fight. Yeah, I mean, true, true story, right? That. What do you that, mean? What do you mean? So the jihad high is they know they're about to go into battle and they know they're about to die. So they do a bunch of opium. So if they get shot, they can keep fighting. Uh, I've had a buddy who's personally seen somebody get shot with a sniper rifle and jump off the top of a building and continue running at them with an AK. So then they had to get dome pieced. Yeah. Yeah. I've, well, we rolled up on some dudes who are super high on opium at a bonfire. 
Mm -hmm. We were on like on movement and they were just like chilling. Yeah. And we put iron to their head and they were just like. It's not. Well, it's no. the same. But no, like, no, no. But it's the same effect. Yeah. It's like the confidence level. Like, right. I'm good. But you put them in an intense situation to begin with. I or mean, let them know they're going to be in a situation. The point is, like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I, the, thing with, the thing with cops, like, you've seen in videos where, like, a cop gets a meth head who's super big, super big guy. These, it, it behooves a cop to be big and strong. Nobody ever complained about being big and strong, especially when you're in a position where you're not allowed to shoot somebody and you got to take them down and neutralize them as a threat, right? Within policy and within yeah. the Constitution. So, like, it is much safer for yourself, your partners, and that person. Because you don't have to draw down, right? So if you're a hundred pound female, and you got to neutralize a two hundred and thirty pound perp. Your only course of action is your sidearm. Versus Derek, who could probably manipulate that guy down to hold him down, right? So he could probably save that guy's life because he doesn't have to pull his sidearm yeah, yeah. to neutralize. Beat the so shit like, out of that, it, but, yeah. That's also something that you're taught is. Because I'm a bigger dude, and I'm expected to be able to move and overtake, overtake some, or not overtake, but uh, apprehend somebody yeah. who's larger than me. So the women that we had in our like that go through, it's going to be uh, a not an easier thing, but they can justify their force easier. So, like, if they need to move to their mace, they need to move their taser, they need to move their yeah, baton, it's that, easier for them to justify that. that there's, a, to me. there's a level to where, like, so I, hold on, I hold need on. more than me. So, hold on. Break that down real quick. And that's a good point. That is so, a good point. So, so what, what I mean. You, well, hold on. When you, in your training, yeah, there's levels, right? You, yeah. You just broke it down. So, they teach you, hey, before you use physical violence, you, so you, you use you, social skills. Before you use lethal so, force. So, like. First is like officer break it presence. down for us. So you yeah, go, yeah. you go officer presence. Come so like come in the mic. yeah. So officer presence, then soft hands, hard hands. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! What is soft hands? Soft hands is like hey man, come over. Yeah, that's soft okay. hands. I got you. Hard hard hands. Can I see that one more time? That's a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, you do like soft hands, hard hands, um, mace, taser, intermediate weapons. Which what is, hard hands and soft? What's the difference between hard hands and soft hands? Like I'm like actually like putting like you on giving that dude you. these hands. No, no, not yet. No, that's like right below lethal force. Oh yeah, if you're actually so, gonna be so hard hands is where you're like gripping a person. Yeah, like I'm like hey, like and I'm bringing you down to the ground, and then you go your mace, your taser, and then you go to your intermediate weapons, which is gonna be like your baton. And then after your baton is when you go to leave the force. That's when you go full officer Kilgain. Kaka! Have you seen the meme where that yeah, giant no, officer dude, is roided out? No, no, I, yeah. And he's like bending his baton, ready to like pounce on protesters. Like, yeah. But that's that, there's a lot of dynamic, or so, and that's part that people don't get. So many levels to that. that dude. It's a tough job, man. That's a right. tough, tough, yeah, tough, yeah, tough. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you can sit there, you can be held in front of the court of law for what you did. For what you did. Yep. Whether you used soft hands, hard hands, intermediate, lethal. What? Well, it, it, there's so many different levels. So many different dynamics. And, and then the other part of it is, even if you're on officer presence, they can get you in trouble for being rude and discourteous. So wait, let me ask you this. So if an officer like just puts his hand on me, we're just having a conversation. And I don't like him, the way things went. And I show up in court, and I'm like, he used hard hands, and I think that was a soft hand standard situation. 
may I reference this conversation? No. Because <laughs> I, I am not an SSGT here's expert. What it, here's what it boils down to. Right. You have to be methodical about every situation you're in. For yes. sure. You have to be like a doctor going into operation, diagnosing a patient on every situation and, and you're I, in. And I don't claim every like, situation, every encounter you right, have, so wait, every how, speeding how long? ticket, every person so like, you he contact. Just gra- he just graduated. Yeah, and I don't claim to be like an expert or anything like that. I'm not like shit, dude. I'm still on the training car. Like I am. You just the, graduated. Yeah, the police academy. I understand yeah, I'm that. like the I'm newest just, dude to this. Wait, how long is police academy? Uh, depends which one you go to. How so, long was your police academy? Twenty twenty two weeks. Twenty two weeks. Yeah. So. What was that? Five months. Five months. Five and a half months. So five and a half months, you get to learn all these laws, how to handle people, and then you just brain dump it. I, I don't like think it's. Else. I don't think it's the I'm fact joking. that you have to learn a bunch of laws. I think it's the fact that they choose people who they think can handle. And no, learning those laws is critical. Well, uh, yeah, no, but it, I'm it, not saying that that's not how they choose people. I'm saying that they choose people based on their capacity to say, "Hey, this person can handle, no, and we'll learn all these. Lessons. Right, right. No, no. Like what he just said. Those different escalations are all based on critical case law. So yeah, like you got your, your like your Graham v. Connor, your ter- like your Terry, like yeah. all, all the ten- Tennessee Garner. Like no, 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 no. so the case law I learned in law school, like a big, like all I, they have to learn. They have to learn all the seminal cases in criminal procedure. Like, he that knows I way more than I do. Yeah, so I learned, I know the cliff notes. I learned the thirty years leading up to that case that governs like this aspect of law enforcement. They just tell him, like, hey, this case is the pinnacle. This one rules. Okay, lawyers will argue different sides of a story based on the history and everything leading up to it. But, like, what law enforcement is guided by, like I'm telling you, all the soft hands, hard hands, how he can use all those things, a case governs every single aspect of that. That's right. So, like, somebody somewhere said a cop should have used, he should not have grabbed me like that. And that's where hard hands or soft hands came in. And then it said, the officer should not have escalated to a baton at this point. He should have been fine gripping the person and doing this. So, like, and also, what goes on to that is that you're, they ask your peers, what would have you done in this situation? See if you use excessive force, if you were within policy or if you're within your doctrine. Standard. The standard. Yes. So, and then they also bring in their, their expert, their guy who trains people on it. Right. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you this, and you may not realize this. Like in any lawsuit, whether it's criminal, whether it's civil, the exact same situation occurs, right? So, like, if Evan gets in trouble because of some th- something that happened with a crane, they'll bring in a bunch of his peers and say, "What is the industry standard?" It may not be written down in a manual, but what is the, what is everybody like? What is actually what actually happens? What they call, actually they call those people expert witnesses? No, 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 no. Expert witnesses are different. Industry standards are what you do as a project manager, as what this guy does as a project. An expert witness is a guy who's a teacher who wrote manuals, okay. right. who wrote the book, right? This guy's like, this is what's supposed to happen. And I'm like, cool, sir. But cool, what actually cool happens? Story. But what happens in the field that everybody in this industry does, because that is a precedent. That's what everybody, right. it becomes law. Like, if this is what everybody in the industry does, that's the standard. It's an industry standard, it's a legal term of art. It's the same with police force, right? So it's it, it's universal across the board, and then there's the experts, right? What does the manual say? What did the expert who wrote the manual, who trains the teachers, what do the teachers teach you in the school, and versus what actually happens in the field? And that's where those two things come into play. And that's where that's why lawyers, what they teach you is there is no hard and fast rule. Everything mm-hmm. is maybe, right? So there's black letter law, which is what's in the book, and then there's what happens in real life. 
right? So that, I mean, that's the to defend your your position. It's that's yeah. Your instructors may tell you this, but every cop in the world will agree that this is how this goes. Yeah, and that's the way they teach you once standard you get in operating the field. procedure. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. You. I got you. And that's the same way in the construction industry. When there's a major accident, you got every insurance company, every lawyer poking at you. They're like, well, shit, what's the book say? What your process was. Yeah, what, what are your standard operating procedures? What did your technicians do? Uh, what did your operator do? Mm -hmm. uh, what are your maintenance practices? So how, like, if you have a piece of equipment that fails on a job that kills somebody, like a crane, that's what I'm in. That sounds stressful. It is. It is and 99% of the time, nothing happens. But that 1%, like, we had an incident happen at Kemper County, where I was previously at. The, the, the cat, it's catastrophic. It's catastrophic. steel just reaching up into the sky. We didn't have anybody, um, there weren't any fatalities or anything like that, but there was capital that we know of. damage. I mean, there was a collateral, or not collateral damage, but there was basically liquidated in, in consequential damages. So mm -hmm. we dropped a piece, and that impacted the whole schedule of the project. Because then they had to order another piece that took forever to get there. From Europe that took another year to make, and then also to bring over. Yeah. It took another year. So it was like almost two years delayed on the project. We had people coming to our our branch, like my local branch, looking at the maintenance records on that machine for the past year and a half to see if we did everything impossible by the book to the T to see if machine. something went wrong. Absolutely. If we That's just some one, one oil change, one like we didn't change the hydraulic fluid or change hydraulic fittings on it at one point in time. That's some bullshit. Maybe take a snapshot of that and then take it back, present it in court of law. And they did. Luckily, we had our shit together, and it was a—I mean, we were upstanding outfit, uh, right? And that's one of the reasons the company I'm with now hired me. Now was because I'm gonna—I'm gonna hashtag. We're approaching our normal wrap time at two hours, so I want to get this out real quick. Our big current event this week is Jeffrey Epstein, the pedo ringleader of the rich and powerful. Dude. He got suicided. Whatever happened, happened. I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, Derek, what is your take on that, sir? Did he accidentally suicide himself? No comment. You can comment on that. <laughs> I mean, so check it out. So from a law enforcement hypothetical, like what you've been taught. So if a, if, if a, if a, if a perp is, he's in jail, right? He, he's been arraigned. He's awaiting his actual trial. No. Right under that one? No, that, that's going to get me hemmed up. No. Yeah. no the, I'm asking you the rules. I'm not asking you. Oh, the, okay, okay. Okay, all right. Uh, no, I'm asking you the rules. <laughs> if it was your daughter. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were a cop. <laughs> what happened? Bro, who are you talking to? Right? I, I, I know. You're Sorry. my legal I mean, counsel. Hey, I'm not your legal counsel. I'm not your legal counsel. <laughs> but I may know a little bit. I may, I may dabble. I let may, me let me. I may that. dabble in the devil. If it was my daughter, 13, 14 years old, yeah, yeah, we, every, everybody. Oh yeah, everybody. The comic consensus: murder him, murder him now, now. murder him, yeah. murder him. That one. Yeah, I would string him up by his thumbs. Yeah, it would not like it. Would, everybody, everybody's a hood. Everybody in the world's like pedophile. Kill him, kill him now. Prisoners. What do prisoners who? Like, oh, dude, like, they, they beat the shit out of him. Right, right. So he knew if he ever make it, made it to Gen Pop, he's going to die. He's going to die, for sure. Like, Gen Pop will kill child molesters. They don't G care. Gen, Gen Pop doesn't fuck with us. So. No, no. Like, they're I, I had a friend who was in correction, and they had to separate them. Yeah, like, you do. They have, they have to be separate, because they'll be murdered, right? So, yeah. All right, so that stuff aside, 
His alleged pedo affiliations reach as far as the White House to multiple presidents, princes, royalty across the world, the rich and powerful, whatever. Everybody said as soon as he went to jail, he's not making it to trial because the information he has on some of the richest and pow- most powerful people in the world. Is it Prince Andrew? Yeah. Dude, he's got fucking dirt on everybody. So got- Bill Clinton had been to that island multiple times and flew on his private jet to what they call they call you know what they called his private jet? The Lolita Express. That's where that term came from. His private jet to his island where they would allegedly take these young girls was called the Lolita Express. He would take his billionaire friends down because he was a finance, uh, he's like a hedge fund guy, right? So how do you, what were you talking about earlier when you were wine and dining your big clients? Shit. What were you talking about? <laughs> no, no. What, what I were you wasn't talking, talking about were, sex trafficking. You weren't talking about sex trafficking, but what you were talking I was, about I was talking about dressing them. You weren't talking about dressing them up and down, making them feel good, showing them a good time, and making them, showing them where they need to spend their money. Right? So I took the well, hold so, on. So, so I this, took these this, guys out one time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get. I, I won't Stop say right anything. There. I won't say anything. Stop right there. I won't say anything. So took your, them out your, your friend who dabbles with the devil is telling you to shut the fuck up. I took them out on a lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I won't mention any names. Lock it up. I won't even mention a time no. period. Dude, we're going for pedophiling. You don't want to. You don't. You don't, you don't dabble. Me off. All right. No, what pedophile? You don't. You don't want to cut me off in the middle of like right. entertaining your potential clients. So like pedophilia. It was just a cool story. So Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby get yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just a cool story. No pedophile. Rufy no. Collada for the ladies. There you go. <laughs> so like, no, the whole, did, the whole thing I'm was baffled on where how he, you he was, started in that. No, no, he was. Dude, what does every boat in Orange like? Oh, okay, so in Orange Beach, like down in Gulf Shores area, what does the cleaning crew look like on every one of those uh, boats? I don't know about the boats. I know about the resorts. They're Russian no, or no, Hispanic. No, 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 no. On the charter boats, what are the girls they put on the boat to show the people on the boat a good time? Young, beautiful girls. What? Are, my friend's wife, Blake's wife, used to clean the boats, and they would tip them hundreds of dollars to have these beautiful girls in bikinis scrubbing down the boat, going out with these expensive fellas when they were going out fishing, literally just to flirt with them. Go fishing with them and serve them beer. Bartenders. If I own a bar, does it behoove me to You're going to have hot chicks. You're going to have a hot chicks at the bar. Oh, yeah. It brings in oh, money. Yeah. It's common sense. Hooters. It is literally the premise of Hooters. Hooters is a waste the, of money. Well, and that's the double-edged short But I'm, I'm going to say it's the premise of it. So sex sales, everybody knows it. I'm saying I'm, I'm laying the foundation. Sex sales. If I'm an uber-wealthy financier and I'm dealing with men... And women and all these people, they can buy anything they want. They can oh, buy. Oh shit! Evans doing his fucking wine thing. He's doing a sommelier thing. Mm. So he can. So like, if, if you're dealing with people shit, that can, if you're dealing with people that oh, can I buy fingers, you people that can die, buy anything they want, right? See it? You see them? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, the fingers are there. I'm, I love that he's cutting me off. When I'm talking about this right now. Sorry, go ahead. Son, son of a bitch. But make a point. I mean, it is his basement or his garage. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Um, i piece of shit. I get what you're saying, but so the point the point is, it gets to this point. If the people have everything they want, what is the ultimate? Something they can't have. What, what, oh, what I, if, absolutely. What have I not done before? What What is the naughty? It's the thing? same thing. And it's it, wrong. It's the same it's thing with people who hunt. Like, what have I not killed? What What we talked about last time? The ultimate yeah. killing. No, no. We talked about surviving the game, hunting uh, human yeah, beings, hunting, hunting human beings. What is the ultimate thrill? So the same. So the it's same, the same thing. way so with the, the same sex thing. scene. So, same thing with them, right? So, you got that. 
So he was literally making favors with these uber wealthy people to, to further his business yeah, and to get in favor with them by saying, hey, I've got these young models who are like 16, 17, 18. I got them out on my island. I'm promising them this and that. You know, da 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 da. Why don't you come out to my island? I got a private plane. Nobody's going to, no, you're not going through an airport. We're going to go out to a private island where nobody else is allowed. There's no manifesto. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there is a manifest. There is. See, that, that's how everybody knows. That's right. That's how they found the clip. That's that, yeah. that's, you have to have a manifest. So for all, of this, all of this was supposed to come out. Right, right, right. But in the week, all that's supposed to come out, all the discovery, there are three mass shootings, and he automatically suicides himself. So cool. weird. That. There's there's a there's a weird conspiracy theory we, yeah, that yeah we could talk about that all night. There's a weird conspiracy thing that correlates almost uh, every I mean, mass we, shooting. We could talk about that all night. However, Taylor also doesn't want to be here all night, so that she I came over with her. So another day, another day, right. another day. We can talk about that. All right, we are we are at the two hour mark. We are. Hey, thanks everybody for Derek Taylor. Thank you both so D-Rick. much for coming out. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah D Rick Taylor. Thank you both. How come nobody drank after that but me? I did. I just killed it. I ain't gonna kill. Speaking of, (laughs) she let uh, me come out and play. Speaking of your significant other, these guys are getting married. Uh, The address is. (laughs) (laughs) I will will hit you with that (laughs) order. I'll hit you with that order. No, I've seen your high kick. Don't beat me up. (laughs) I have seen a lot of people with my kids before, like just how they act around them and stuff. And I will say this, like. You got yourself a keeper there, buddy. Oh, dude, she she, she is, went she went into mama mode. Dude, when she I brought goes my down here. She goes into mama mode. She honestly probably has baby fever right now. Yeah, she's got. <laughs> thank, thank you, Evan. I'm gonna have to hear about that tonight. Now she has baby fever. <laughs> thank you both for coming out. Thank you. And by the way, we still don't have an air conditioner in the studio. It's yeah, hot. Dude, she sat here the whole time. It sat here and the whole played, time. Played with my kids. Supported me. Sweating her your ass bull off. crap. Listen to your BS. And she knows it's not true. Keeper. Yeah. Keeper. Keeper, dude. Okay. In, fact, Keeper, man. in fact, Taylor, you don't need this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Come to Papa Phil's house. See y'all next time. <laughs> Take care. Later.